This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 271. I'm Jason. I'm Blake. And Jeff and Jim are running late, so we're going to hijack the show. Blake, how are you doing? Fine. Good. It's a little weird, isn't it, me and you? I don't know what to do. Just look gazingly into my eyes. No. Oh, you should be happy because... Why? Odell Beckham is now part of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, breaking news. You heard it here first. Pretty exciting, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> you, what do you mean you don't know? I mean, it is kind of cool, but uh, the initial reports are they gave a first-round pick, a third-round pick, and Jabril Peppers. The only thing I'm comfortable with is giving up Jabril Peppers. <laughs> He's a second-year. Th- he was a rookie last year, wasn't he? No, he was a second-year Second-year guy? Okay. Yeah, but they, they had him playing the halo position, which is like 30 years back. 30 years. 30 like, yards. 30 yards. <laughs> 30 yards. He doesn't wear a helmet. It's 30 years back. <laughs> hey, Peppers, get yeah. out there with that helmet. Who else has a helmet, coach? <laughs> Tough he's shit. Just, he's playing the Halo Angel position. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, you know, the strong safety was playing the Devil's Advocate. <laughs> he's out there with Mike Trout. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing out here? Oh. <laughs> Is it a better move getting Odell Beckham or drafting Kellen Winslow Jr.? Oh. Uh, Really? <laughs> You're going to ask me that question? <laughs> hey, as a you know, the Bengals are having a rough week. They signed Bobby Hart to a three years, $21 million deal, who was ranked 75th out of 80 offensive linemen this year. Yeah, that's true. At least I can sit there and go, oh, BJ. The, the good news. <laughs> OBJ. Yeah. Oh, oh OBJ. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought oh, you were, oh BJ. BJ. I got you now. <laughs> I got you. Teamed up with Landry, his old LSU teammate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk about. Two receivers that are flipping insane, and now Baker Mayfield can throw to both of those guys, and with our running backfield duo of uh, you know Cream Hunt and that rookie <laughs> that we can't think of the that name, I can't remember his name at the moment. <laughs> That's how impactful so he bad. was. 
Uh, do you think you need Hugh Jackson to pull everything together mm. for offensively? No, but I think we can have him as a defensive advisor, mm-hmm. as in how to score on your ass, <laughs> bitch. I'm shocked Hugh Jackson does not have a team in the NFL. Do you think, I think I'm he might not. be an XFL coach. I would take that. Or, you know, he could be an AAF star next year. Hey, it's the ratings are solid. Yeah. I don't know what solid is. Yeah, <laughs> 2.0. Solid BM. So, have you seen Captain Marvel? Which one? The DC or the Marvel? That's Shazam. Yes. Uh, first off, did you appreciate the Blake Friday? The Hobie Blake Friday break on the, our Facebook page, History oh, yeah, of Bad yeah. Ideas? Yeah. Yeah, I did. It, was, it made me feel loved. Yeah. Especially this... since I, I couldn't be here Tuesday. Have you gotten over the plague? The recording session, yes. Okay. In theory. What did you have? Leprosy? The plague. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I had that second run of flu bout. Do you have a flu shot? Yeah. That's what irritates me. <laughs> I had the flu shot. <laughs> and I was, then I got sick over the holidays. And then I got sick again last week. I don't get sick this often. Do you feel uh, they came out? With the, the CDC came out this uh, I'm last blame week. Blame the anti-vaxxers, bastards. Yeah. Did you see the kid that almost died because uh, he didn't have a tetanus shot? Eight years old in Oregon. He was in the hospital for eight weeks, and uh, they or nine years old. Oh and yeah. He was anti-vaccine, mm-hmm. and uh, the parents uh, only allowed them to do the one shot of tetanus in the hospital, yeah. and they basically said, "We need to do this, or he's dead." And they gave it to him, and they said, okay, we need the second shot to really get rid of it. And they're like, no. So he spent another four weeks in the hospital because they didn't give him another shot. Yeah. Well, did they at least, like, uh, say, instead of uh, shots, everybody send good vibes. And karma. And karma. And prayers. And prayers. Yeah. And and shared on Facebook one bazillion times in order for... You do realize that we are 21st century. We have medicine. Well, I read, uh, wasn't the total bill like $800,000 or something like that? Is that what it was? Yeah, something insane. You look at it and you're like, stupid. All it took was stupid. And and the the whole thing they based it on was a bullshit report and some uh, Playboy model with tits. Jenna McCarthy? Yeah. She's a doctor, isn't she? Of titties. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Titties. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so that you know, was, in, in her likes, you know, it's uh, I'm a professional, uh, make believe medical professional, dislikes vaccines, you know, <laughs> long walks on the beach. <laughs> what don't you like? Vaccines, vaccines. Oh, that's so hot. Do you think uh, she gains credibility because she's married to Donnie Wahlberg? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that you think that helps because he does Wahlburgers? Well, you know, if she was uh, a fruit of the looms. Uh, expert. Ooh. That was Marky Mark, I think. Oh. Did Donnie ever get that? No. He was the guy killed in the he first was, scene, right? He of... like the guy going, oh, <laughs> backstreet, back, all right. I don't think he was backstreet, was he? No, he was a backstreet Was boy. he backstreet or sync? He was a backstreet I boy. wanted that. sync is... Oh, uh, that's Joey Fatone. Well, no. sync is uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yes, I think it is. I like how you know that everyone yeah. under 30 is going, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> and everybody over 30 is like, yeah, NSYNC. No, Backstreet Boy. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where's, De- where's Debbie Gibson? Where's Debbie Gibson? <laughs> Out of the blue. I kind of like this, Blake. We don't have any uh, riffraff around us. 
I know. I don't feel intimidated by big bearded men. I got the mixing board here. I'm kind of excited. I, know. I don't you're know what in, I'm doing with it. You're in control. Touch that knob. <laughs> Turn it. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, it has sound effects. Oh, some people just want to watch the one bud. <laughs> oh, Jeff has it recorded. That's nice. That's really nice of them to do that. Uh, we Hold actually... on. What's this button do? Warsh. <laughs> Warsh. Touch it again. Warsh. Here, let me try this one. I do declare we have a southern gentleman here. <laughs> I do declare. Um, Jason C. Brown is coming on our show later tonight. Uh, Hollywood director to the stars. That's right. He's uh, been he's uh, did the behind the scenes for Avatar. Uh, he did a short that was really good, Imaginary Friends. Yes. Won a lot of awards. Independent film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. He's doing a new one called Panic uh, Panic Button. Yes. Uh, so that's going, uh, we actually just are going to link that on our Facebook page at the History of Bad Ideas after and this episode. That's right. And if you're a History Channel fan, mm-hmm. what's he in? Uh, second unit director for Drunk History this season on Comedy Central. Damn straight. The whole season, right? Oh, wait. Comedy Central or History Channel? It's Comedy Central. History? No. Drunk History? Comedy. What? No. Oh. We're going to have to have him clarify this. I'm sorry, I was on Fox News. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, um, we were trying to get Tim Apple on, but uh, unfortunately, he's not a real person, so he will not be on the show. Um, sorry, that was down the hall. That's a little Trump humor. Huh? What? Tim Apple. Who? Did you see that? No. Trump was meeting with Tim Cook from Apple, and he accidentally called him Tim Apple. And then, (laughs) so it was like a two-minute soundbite on the news. It wasn't even a huge deal, but obviously the news has to make a huge deal of it. And then, to make it worse, Trump later, Supreme Lord, uh, (laughs) tweeted out two, three days later, I didn't say Tim Cook. I meant to, or I mean, I didn't say Tim Apple. I meant to say Tim Apple because it's shortened Tim Cook and Apple. Yeah. And that's why he combined them. (laughs) Ah, okay. It's kind of like his rendezvous with Sunny Microsoft. Yes. Uh, anyways, or Elon Te- Tesla. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, so good for him. But it was like Sweet. you know, if you would have just not said anything on Twitter, nobody would have said cared anymore. Yeah. But three days later, we're making this comment. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> Go run the country down the hall. What do you mean run the country? On another <laughs> on another side note, Hillary Clinton did tweet out, "I'm still here. Hello, <laughs> do you need me to run? I'm here." Uh, ironically, I don't think she's invited to the Democratic Convention in Milwaukee this year, or in uh, 2020. Yeah, let me think about that. Mm, no. <laughs> she didn't know Wisconsin is alive, as uh, a state. Unfortunately, she's too moderate to be at the DNC this year. <laughs> ah, birdie! <laughs> what, what the hell just happened? Uh, Jim and I joined the broadcast. Uh, uh, we just whoa. appeared out of nowhere. Oh, shit, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Jeez. And Blake and I were actually bonding for once. Yeah. Well, there goes that. Well, (laughs) we don't want bondage going on in the Bob studio. Why? (laughs) Where's this leather mask come from? Secret (laughs) word is bananas. (laughs) Jim, welcome. I'm glad to be back. We missed you. Yes. Uh, We missed Blake last week, too. It was just Jeff and I. Well. Yes, for like one of our shortest episodes ever. (laughs) (laughs) One hour and 32 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, we got done, and, you know, we uploaded it, and it, I looked on my phone, and I was like, really? That was it? <laughs> it was a good episode, though. It I was. enjoyed it. Well, I enjoyed we, it. We just got rid of all the Riff-rap. crap and yeah. fluff. So, so, so it was so almost d- as good as worst episode ever? No, no, worst episode ever was the best episode we okay. ever did. Uh, we, just, uh, we just agreed that uh, you guys add about a half hour of fluff to our show. 
Uh, we are fluffers. Yes. Yeah. Don Cheadle's fluffers. Thank you. I what, thought it was fluffer on. for like Kristen Bell. No, no, We've not been trying. <laughs> got a restraining order. <laughs> I heard you got a new request for Jason C. Brown later on. Tease. Anyways, so you guys are here. Uh, what did you, uh, did you guys see Captain Marvel today? Yes. Yes, we did. Uh, Blake, have you seen it? I plan to see it this weekend. Okay, so we are doing non-spoilers. Non-spoilers. The Hobie rule is we have a week, and then the following week we'll do it, the second episode. We'll do spoilers. We can, we can spoil that. Yes. Uh, we'll try not to spoil too bad. Yeah. Did you like it? I'm mixed on it right okay. now. Okay. Uh, they killed everybody off again. <laughs> oh, spoiler. No, no. I, I will say, as it went on, I was liking it better, mm-hmm. but like it took forever to get where it was going. So here's what I will tell you is I think you might like it better tomorrow. I'll probably like it better on second viewing. Okay. Um, I thought the first half or the first act was not great. It wasn't bad, but it, nothing, it, was, I was, it didn't uh, hold my interest much. Yeah. Once they got to the second and third act, I thought it was a, a great film. I loved it. I loved the second and third acts. The first yeah. act, it wasn't bad. I just wasn't too into it yet. Yeah, I, I fully enjoy, fully enjoyed it. I don't see that why there's so much hate online about it. Oh, uh, it's people hate just because they want to hate. Because people are idiots. The same reason Blake hates uh, Star Wars: The uh, Last Jedi. I have some listener reviews <laughs> of Last Jedi. Yeah, I actually got one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but I do have a listener review for this for for Captain Marvel. Should we get into that right now? Yeah, non-spoiler. Mark at MH Chris mm-hmm. said uh, he would give Captain Marvel a solid A, very close to an A plus. Wow. wow. Okay, he liked it more than I did. I I really enjoyed it. Like I said, the more I thought about it, um, and I thought Brie Larson did a hell of a job. See, I'm just the opposite. Really? I did not think she uh, like the scenes where she was supposed to like have some I don't know gravitas mm-hmm. and be like the yeah. power. I thought they were weak. The, the the smaller scenes where the the, mm-hmm. the bantering, I thought she did good at that. But you know the the I'm a powerful superhero scenes, uh, it just didn't come off that way to me. Agent Coulson kind of looked weird to me because they de-aged him. Yeah, spoiler. No, he's in the previews. <laughs> um, and I actually have my review up at nerdly.co.uk. What about people who didn't see the previews? Well, tough. You shit. just spoiled. It. Okay, well, <laughs> I thought they built the whole thing up with her really well and that you're just keep rooting for her every time she gets knocked down. And I really like that. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed it. My son, my oldest son, he's almost nine. He loved it. He actually asked me uh, the next day if we can go see it again. And he does like, he loves movies as much as I do, but he doesn't really ask like to go see it again. Cause you know, Cause he, he knows we're buying it. Cause he knows the value of a dollar. Yes. Yes. Um, but, the very next day, he's like, I kind of really want to see that again. <laughs> so, uh, Jim, any other thoughts on it? No, I liked it. I, I don't want to spoil anything. No, I don't either. I like Goose. <laughs> how many, how Goose many, was good. How many Easter eggs did you guys recognize? Like, I, I just saw an article mm-hmm. saying, oh, there's a Iron Man 2 reference really? in the movie. Yeah. There's well, a, I mean, there's a few Easter eggs, but... Two. Yeah. Uh, the ones, a couple of them I picked up were things that, you know, Easter eggs to the comic books and what mm-hmm. might happen in the comics that I know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, reference, cause since it takes place before all the other movies, I'm not sure exactly what... Uh, the reference to the Kevin Smith movie was good. Yes. Yeah, that was good. 
Uh, then, so you think uh, somebody will be coming out with, uh, here's all the Easter eggs. Oh, yeah, they so did it like the next day. They're not out already. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, will s- I-, I thought they did a good job adding background to some of the minor characters in other films since it is a prequel to everything. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a good job with some of the other characters that you see in different films in the Marvel Universe. I thought they did a good job. Like Just, Lee Pace and Jamon Hansu. Yeah, I, I thought it was fun to see, like, that was the, the second one. Uh, I didn't even realize he was in it. So Jamon Hansu? Mm-hmm. He, oh, wow. When he first showed up, I'm like, oh, it's Jamon like Hansu. Like, what, well, I knew, I, as soon as I saw it, but I didn't even know he was in it. Oh, going into it. Yeah, going yeah. into it. Oh, okay. No, no, no. where is he? <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, he was in the opening scene. Wasn't it's not he? Tom Hardy. I recognize who it is. <laughs> I really like the Spider-Man scene. That was fantastic. Wait a minute. <laughs> I like when Spider-Man got killed. Wait a minute. I haven't seen that movie yet. Mm. Okay, here's the spoiler of Spider-Man. It's the 1979 TV show. Uh, <laughs> they just put it in. Uh, who is that? Uh, the guy who looks like Parker Stevenson. Yes. <laughs> We're just going Parker Stevenson who, until Jr. Like two years ago, I thought it was Parker Stevenson. You know, after you said Parker Stevenson, I was like, yeah, that is him, isn't it? From the sound of music. <laughs> the, the Batman scene was a little bit forced. Doom, uh, Doomsday was a little rough. Uh, I thought Steppenwolf looked a lot better in this one. Oh, he did. <laughs> well, actually, I did see Spider-Man and Batman in the theater because they were in, in the previews. Oh, was Batman? Uh, there was a Shazam preview, and oh, that's a, right. Mm-hmm. Was anybody cosplaying in the audience? No, no Hobbit ears. Was it crowded? <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, it was crowded. Uh, 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 three quarters away full for mm-hmm. uh, nobody wearing. Well, we okay. pretty ears. much had the last two not Trails. crappy seats that you could buy. Yeah, the ones behind us weren't bad. Oh, I thought they were taken. No, the no. couple rows behind us were were open, but. I really enjoyed it, though. I think um, I know that people were bitching, the comic book people were bitching that uh, they changed her origin story a little bit. There's been like three fucking Captain Marvels or four. Just let it go. Who cares? Yeah, but she's. I know. Carol well, Danvers. Actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, no, she was Ms. Marvel for like my entire time. I still have a hard time calling her Captain Marvel, to be honest. Because I'm glad it's not Ms. Marvel, to I be honest. I know her as Ms. Marvel. But... And then there's been at least three Ms. Marvels, maybe four. And it's like, who cares? Does it matter? No. Shut the fuck no, up. It doesn't matter. And I liked it. I liked the origin. I was fine with it. So what really bothered me was the movie ended and the credits started and people got up and left. But don't you know this is an MCU movie? <laughs> There's gonna be two post credit scenes. At least. I'm hoping that they're there for their second viewing. <laughs> I'd still wait around for at least <laughs> the, the mid uh credit scene. Or the uh. All I'm saying is the movie made me like cats, and I never thought that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> My son loved the cat in it. So so there were four cats that played. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> played the, goose. And played goose. And at the end of the movie in the credits, there was not a, no animals were harmed during the filming of this movie. That is true. Yeah, we didn't see the. Samuel Jackson shot one. <laughs> <laughs> he ate Motherfucker, one. you peed on me. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch my forearm again, bitch. <laughs> okay, so, speak of animals attacking, did everybody see the Arizona Zoo, a jaguar? Jaguar. Jaguar. Like Not the, the car. car. Oh. Attacked a woman. And by attacked, D 
defended his her habitat. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you meant one What's of the football habitat? players. Habitat. Oh, habitat. I thought you habitat. meant one of the football players from Jacksonville. Uh, Blake Bortles actually <laughs> hit something, <laughs> and not the other team. <laughs> no, no, the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars is now Nick Foles. Yes, it is eighty-eight million. Yes. Oh, they. It got a deal done, huh? Four years, eighty-eight million, twenty-two and they said, per fifty-one guaranteed. And they said no one else was in the running for him. Yeah, it, they were bidding pretty much against themselves in a really soft market for <laughs> Nick for Nick Foles. <laughs> Jeff, you saw Wreck It Ralph too, right? I did. J- Jim, did you? Yes. Okay. I felt like it was. I felt like the Jackson Jaguars Jaguars were uh, Vanellope and Ralph at eBay just bidding against each other. <laughs> oh yeah. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen five. Fifteen six. Fifteen twenty. Twenty seven thousand. Twenty seven thousand one. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey guys, guys. Shh. Let him finish. <laughs> Ford, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Fools is like, yeah, I'll take that six million. Um, I'm sorry. What was that? No, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> That's right. Um. No. Uh. So Jaguar. This lady. Yes. Jumped a barrier. Of course, because that's how stupid stories start. Well, do we know she jumped it? She climbed over it. Okay. And, Blake, what did she, why did she climb over it? What was she trying to get? Oh, she was going to get a selfie with her and the nice little kitty cat. Yeah, a, a, a jaguar. 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 Uh, and she, the jaguar, the female, she came up to the gate, the fence because it's her fucking habitat and reached through the fence and clawed the fuck out of this lady's arm <laughs> that was a huge gash if you've seen the picture. if you go on twitter you can see it you could see the muscle of her arm just pulled away oh yeah i don't think i want to see that uh, no you do because then you're like ah, okay i wish the jaguar kind of finished the job um yeah, so she's rolling on the ground crying bleeding in her arm it's not life-threatening so calm down people and she's rolling around and did you see the medical staff from the zoo they even were like yeah, we're helping you, but eh, we don't really, you know, they did not seem like they were too compassionate, which I wouldn't be either. Um, but yeah, so she's rolling around on the ground and um, basically the zoo came out and said, uh, yeah, we have protective barriers. She was protecting her area. Uh, there will be no harm done to this animal. Yeah, we will <laughs> not euthanize our it, pet. Actually, I think they gave it extra treats that day. <laughs> <laughs> Good kitty. Oh, yeah, you know, barriers exist in zoos for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, at least you can do is take a picture. I mean, the Photoshopping technology and the stupid-ass, uh, what, lenses you can put on your camera now for little goofy-ass photos, mm-hmm. you didn't have to cross yeah. the barrier to yeah. get a good photo. You could have just faked it. What did she think was going to happen? Um, she Cat was going to purr. She was going to get mauled. <laughs> <laughs> I... I mean, and people refer to her as a victim. No, you're not no. a victim. It, you're an no. idiot. Yes. And That's it's right. Darwinism. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh, Darwin Award. Darwin She's Award. up to uh, for the uh, Worsley Award this year. That's right. There you go. But she didn't but die. She, she survived. Ooh. And I really don't want to reward her stupid behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Never change approved. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the change to not change? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we did have a Twitter poll of the week this week. Twitter uh, poll of the week. We can be found at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, what is your favorite most recent Marvel film? Marvel's it's, it's Jaguar Attacking Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguar. Marvel the Cinematic Universe film. Four most recent ones yes. that are out on the pool. Uh, they are Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Captain Marvel. So... Right before air, it ended. In last place, 
Captain Marvel with 5% of the vote. <laughs> well, a lot of people haven't seen it yet. That's it why. It just came out. Yes. <laughs> and Kevin uh, at uh, Cincy Explorer didn't see it 37 times yet. That's true. That is true. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in third place, Ant-Man and the Wasp for 9%. I actually watched this on Netflix the other day again. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. I liked it. I'll get around to it. Uh, I liked it better than the first one, even. Um, I don't know if I'll go that far. I was kind of lackluster on the, the first one. I think it was maybe because I wasn't a big fan of the villain, Yellow Jacket. Like, oh yeah, Yellow Jacket wasn't a good villain. The he, whole, cool, yeah. That I thought Ghost part. was a decent villain in the uh, new one. I'll give you that. I don't even remember the first one. That's how I, nondescript it was. I remember they the sp- Thomas the Tank Engine scene where oh I forgot about that with the big train. Yeah, I. I, but it was it wasn't real memorable. I mean, the entire movie was kind of blah. I thought my issue was that you spent this whole film planning this heist, and you knew they weren't going to get it because they had to have Yellow Jacket had to show up for a big ba- fight scene. Yeah. So I was like, so you spent seventy five percent getting the, getting the plan, which is fun, but then it's like, yeah, I know I'm going to fail, so it's going to fail. Uh, and uh, so what you're saying is you wouldn't let Edgar Wright do your movie. Mm. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Has he done anything? O- only if Jason C. Brown is not available. Yeah, if Jason C. <laughs> Brown's available, he's doing the movie. Right. Uh, listen later on, uh, something about a handjob and Kevin Smith. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, you're, you're really throwing out the spoilers right now. It's not a spoiler. Anyways, uh, let's see here. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> Don't define spoiler and tease, Jason. Just let him wing it. <laughs> and winning 58% to 28%, Avengers colon Infinity War beat Black Panther. Uh, do you guys agree with this? I didn't vote for... Uh, no, but do you agree with this? the r- rankings? Well, obviously I don't, since I didn't vote for the number one. Is my what did choice. you vote? Of uh, those, I voted Black Panther. Okay. I went off the board and I voted for Alita. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back and voted for Avengers. <laughs> did you see they were, there was a campa- campaign by you know people living in their basements that were pissed off about Captain Marvel... And they were trying to get people to go see Alita, Battle Angel, instead of Captain Marvel. Uh, my plan originally today was go to see Alita, Battle Angel. And Jeff's like, well, I'm going to go see uh, Captain Marvel. I said, okay, I'll go to that. Well, no, no. But you're not <laughs> doing it in protest of Captain no. Marvel. These people were trying to get elite people to see Alita in protest of Captain Marvel. Which Jeff will have the money uh, breakdown in box office news uh, later on. It's not close. Yeah, Alita just blew it away. <laughs> Alita just really I mean, rallied. That, that protest really came strong. Good job, guys from the va- parents' basement. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I'm blown away by your ability. You suck. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any of those movies yet, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you, you're just up to date on the, uh, Actually, uh, the pulse you of know pop what? culture. I've got a lot of free time now. I'll get around to just, it. <laughs> just because Odell Beckham Jr. got traded, uh, since he got traded, we just want to let you know, Blake, yeah. you got traded to the Besotted Geek uh, podcast. Oh, they don't see anything for years anyways, <laughs> so you're fine. Yeah, well, you'll fit right in there. But I can drink during that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Sweet. But breaking news is uh, OBJ uh, is already hurt for this season. He's going to miss 13 <laughs> games. He, he, he tore his, te- his uh, thumb trying to sign this uh, contract. Sorry. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, you can find us on nerdly.co.uk. Good day, governor. Hello, Becca. Wanka. Not a shrimp on the barbie. Ah, brilliant. Uh, my uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel review is up there. Non-spoiler is up on Nerdly. Uh, Black Lightning will be up tomorrow. Blah. Shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, you would be proud. Last week's episode, I did trash it pretty bad. So there you go. I, I would have trashed it, but I, Shut up. I, I don't watch it Shut because up. the first like three episodes were so bad. You know what, Jim? You're bad. Do you know what's a lot better than Black Lightning? What? Why no to Earp? Oh, <laughs> and he doesn't like Winona Earp. Hey, hey, shut up. That's shut why up. it's funny. <laughs> uh, Jeff's, uh, or Jim's uh, reviews of Winona Earp will be up on nerdly.co.uk in seven years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Once I finish the show. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we're on Danger Entertainment Network. Danger. Good Tang- day. Oh, God, get it wrong. <laughs> Tangent Pound <laughs> Network. <laughs> Tangent Pound Network. Who the what? Uh, Where, huh? We're also on Geek Life Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Us and 40 Gone 14. Keep it real. I'm on the radio. Radio. Uh, we're also on... I'm on the Mexican radio. Ooh. We're also on WeBeGeeksPC.com. Every Wednesday it comes out. Two radio song references. And we're on a lot of other great uh, things. iPod. Uh, iPad. What? Radio stars. <laughs> iTunes, video Stitcher. Uh, all of them. So stars. check them out. Um, and give us some reviews. We appreciate it. And like our page at the History of Bad Ideas Facebook page. It really does help us. We get a lot of views on our Facebook page, but not everybody clicks on the likes. So come come like our page. Uh, so there you go. Please. And give us lots of reviews. You don't have to lick me. Just like me. Blake, let's do some listener feedback. What do you got? This week's bomb listener feedback is brought to you by the mayor of Bologna, Italy. He wants you to know that spaghetti bolognese was not invented in Bologna, Italy, damn it. And apparently it's a problem. What about the luncheon meat? Was that invented there? No. <laughs> <laughs> you have any uh, complaints? Send it to the mayor of Bologna. Rosschweiger made there? You, you, you ripped, you <laughs> ripped know, your I page. Ripped my, my <laughs> page. It's a good thing we got the interview out of the way because I ripped through my notes. This might be the shortest outline we've ever printed uh, off. It could be. Good, good job, Hackney. But yeah, that's why uh, it ripped, because it's too, so thin. That's we're correct. Used, we're used to novels yes. for our outlines. <laughs> All right, so if you if you like an interesting story of why wouldn't you adopt sp- spaghetti bolognese as one of your dishes for your city, because obviously everybody's going there to try it, embrace it, love it, make money off of it. But no. All right. I'm already bored <laughs> uh, by this story. From Diego. Out of Bologna, Italia, uh, Diego, formerly known as James, no, number Il one fan, Mono Grande. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Numero seven, <laughs> Numero uno, Apo Hanzo. <laughs> yeah. We are bilingual here. <laughs> Hola, como estas? Muy bien, gracias. He says, "Reconoce uh, cuando Marvel." No. He says, uh, remember when Marvel gave the timeline for its movies? Sure. And you thought you'd be so old when the last Avengers movie came out? No. Yes, I do. I don't. I and you are really old now, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'm you. like, that's just five years from now. I'm not going to be so old. I'll just be. No, this was like back in the past when they were like, oh, yeah, you know, Avengers Infinity War, then the second one. Yeah, when they. Came out with their timeline. Yeah. They didn't come out with a timeline twenty years ago. The time. No, but you always knew they were building towards something bigger. Just yeah. saying. No, 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 no. I don't feel old. Apo <laughs> nope. Hanzo, I agree with you. Uh, next from uh, Steve Dash E I L F M. Everything I learned from films. 
He says, uh, Keith, uh, from movies. Movies. <laughs> the M does not stand for film. <laughs> for, it does to you. <laughs> the M is silent. <laughs> yeah. So, well, their uh, film is actually in there, just if scrambled. That's true. Yeah. Steve from uh, Elf FM says, uh, Can you please explain your completely unfounded hatred of the greatest living actors, Nicolas Cage? Um, you said unfounded. Yeah. Well, well, well uh, just to preface this, uh, this this past weekend, Jim and I uh, uh, guest recorded a uh, a spot on uh, the everything I learned from movies and uh, their. Uh, now I forgot the name of the bit. Uh, Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. A Castaway episode of theirs, mm-hmm. where. Uh, we took on a, another competitor, and we uh, huh? What? Yeah, and we cast a new He-Man movie. How we, did you feel? The, I I feel I should win. Okay. Uh, this will be coming out in May, so everyone will can listen to it and vote for it. Uh, it but uh, his list are ju- is just as good as the ones when we do our draft days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it sucks. No. I, I usually win our draft days. I don't know what you're talking about. Only when Hackney picks do you win. <laughs> I did uh, send Steve some emails or some messages about who my picks were. And I said, here's about four or five of my picks. I really think I did well. And he goes, uh, yeah. And I don't think he believed me. So um, I don't think I'm going to win. Oh. <laughs> I, have, I have a question. Yeah. The, the nerdy bitches uh, redrafting of our U.S. government. Do we ever hear from them? You know what? We didn't. Did, did Jason ever let them mm-hmm. know that they I were knew that. I it? let them know. Okay. Because I'm dying. Damn it. Out because I'm pretty I, I sure I we picked uh, Nicolas Cage, right? I'm pretty sure I won again. Go with it, Jim. Well, how about the last draft day when we had, what? Hackney voted for me. Yeah, Hackney voted for you, but we had three people up. You gave three people the... Uh, uh, Pierce said I won uh, yesterday when we were at bowling. Oh, Pierce said I won when I was <laughs> bowling with him. Jim wins. Congratulations, Jim. <laughs> Congratulations. There you go. Uh, next, from... I actually thought uh, <laughs> Scab Jeff was going to win that one. <laughs> <laughs> he, he chose uh, Fezzik for Andre the Giant. Yeah, Boy, that that's real original. <laughs> Lionel Rich. I actually kind of like that. That was pretty dangerous. That was good. Lionel Richie. <laughs> but anyway, uh, while we were discussing this, apparently uh, the fact that apparently uh, over there on the EILFM uh, podcast, mm-hmm. They love Nicolas Cage. Yes, they do. And I kind of started insulting Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so I'm not going to get their votes. I immediately won. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's why Steve uh, was asking this question. Did you even say the question yet? Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, the, I don't hate Nicolas Cage. I loved him in Con Air. I think Nicolas Cage is terrible in 98% of the movies he's done. Mm-hmm. So you liked uh, the... Raising Arizona. Yeah, Raising Arizona. and uh, Face Off. No, that was terrible. Uh, the Raising first Arizona. National Treasure. I liked uh, him. He still wasn't that good in that. I mean, it wasn't that Valley terrible Girl. of a movie. Oh, God, he was so yeah. bad. <laughs> I liked him as Nicolas Coppola. I didn't. Uh, uh, was it uh, Kick Ass? Was the other one that he? Yes, oh. actually, I liked his mustache. Okay, I did like that. That was good. You're right. All right, so we like two movies. <laughs> From I only like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> From the superiority complex at Soup Complex. Mm-hmm. Did we miss Bob? What TV show doesn't get enough love? 
Uh, I'm sorry. What TV show doesn't get enough love <laughs> from the superiority complex yes. at Soup Complex? That was my answer. I'm sorry. It's a show on the uh, tr- uh, True TV network. What show? I'm sorry. I'm what? <laughs> oh, you're funny. But uh, now I forgot the actress's name. Uh, who... Penny Marshall. No. Uh, but but she that that show is just the best comedy show, family show out there right now. I'm sorry. And family? I haven't seen it. Family. They're a family. It's not for family. <laughs> <laughs> it's about yeah. a family. Yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't, don't. Oh, get... it's the dirtiest uh, uh, language r- show. It has Rafi in it from uh, the, the league. league. Yeah. He plays her comedy writing partner and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the guy from uh, That Thing You Do. Tom Everett Scott mm-hmm. plays her husband and they have a child and they speak in normal conversations and they'll say stupid things and offensive things and it's great and that doesn't get enough love. I was I was they told me to watch it and I'm not in love with it as much as as Jeff. It gets better as it goes along. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say a million little things. Andrea Savage, that's her name. Yeah. A uh, million little things. It's getting popular. I think it gets plenty of love. Yeah, now it is. No, but it started off rough. Like not as. Uh, it looks like once they went on their first break, I think that's when it's people started binge watching it. Yeah, I think I think when people then caught up. Yeah. To the, Did you finish the, the season? Runs. I finished the season. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Well, I'm gonna watch too much. I'm gonna watch anything that James Roday does because he's he's dreamy. He is dreamy. Um, no, I, I like that. Which is gonna be another psych movie coming out. We talked. We about talked about that. that. You weren't here. Yes. Okay. Uh, and any other shows, Je- Blake? You got anything? Oak no, Island. Uh, all the shows I love are awesome. So I don't know. I don't have. Well, any they're, of those they're awesome, but there. do they get love? Oh yeah. Okay. I think the rookie is fun. Because I don't think Oak Island gets any love. No, no. <laughs> what are you okay. talking about? I don't understand. <laughs> the shows that I think that you get more love is uh, Forged in Fire. Yeah, that's a good one. Watching people make knives. Forged. Oh, I thought you said force in fire. No. You meant forged in fire. Forged <laughs> in, in fire. Yes. I'm going to okay. say the Orville. I really am enjoying the season a lot. What about it's Vikings? I, I still liked Vikings. I still enjoyed it. Everybody seems like, eh, whatever. Is this the final season? It, well, it, it it will be next season. Okay. okay. But, but my dad doing, watches that but show. But they're doing a spinoff of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not watched that show, mainly because my boss talked about it, and if my boss watches it, I probably won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about Vikings and Blue Bloods. Is that why you don't listen to shows? Is that why you don't watch Fox News? Oh, uh, that's part of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got, Blake? Uh, next one from uh, Canadian of the Year, Scott. What's that old boot? He says, uh, "How can any of you, how can any of yins, even think about doing a show in the middle of a national emergency?" Follow up question: If I wear a T-shirt stating there's a national emergency in my pants, come take at my executive order. Will this help me have the sex more? With Trump, it will. Supreme Lord. If Supreme you want to have sex with Trump, then yes. Uh, uh, if you want to have sex with me, yeah, because if I saw that shirt, I would go for your executive order. Uh, I think if you don't call it the sex, I think you might have a better chance at having sex. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. just saying, you might no, have a better no, chance. Sex is, oh, man, you're missing the subtleties by adding the word the there. Would Jason. you like to have the sex tonight? <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Would hey, you like hey, to make hey. love with our car? <laughs> 
come take at my executive order. The sex. Help me have the sex. That's something on. like Blakebot says. <laughs> or fact, you're getting Black, it now. Black wrote that. <laughs> or the sex robots that will Black. turn and kill you. <laughs> Hi, would you like to have sex? I want the sex. Oh my God, it turned. <laughs> Who's become uh, all Which uh, country's leader is kind of involved in worse uh, stuff right now? Because there's a backlash against Canadians' prime minister. I hear they're trying to, like, remove him from office. Yes. Justin Trudeau? Yes. Well, yeah, it's because he lost his hotness factor. <laughs> oh, that's because yeah. he wasn't wearing a shirt. You know why they're trying that's to right. remove him? Because he didn't tip enough in a restaurant. That's a scandal up in Canada. That's all they have up there. Do they tip up there? I don't know. I oh. thought it was because he was Castro's illegitimate son. He was castrated? Castro's <laughs> illegitimate son. Hugo? <laughs> or Hugo he was Castro? using his government power to, like... Yes. Gets people fired. Fidel and... Castro. <laughs> you never, Nobody you never does seen that. Wait a minute. You never seen that conspiracy theory? Why wouldn't His you... mother, when she was the wife of the, 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 the premier, not Pro, the premier. Pierre Trudeau? Yeah, Pierre Trudeau mm. went to... Or Gary Trudeau. Went to Cuba. Gary Trudeau. If you look at Fidel and you look at Trudeau, they actually have an uncanny resemblance. So the, the, It's the beard. The, the, the rumor conspiracy is he's Castro's illegitimate son. Gary Trudeau? Gary Trudeau. Was. I like this story better with just Gary Trudeau in it. Fidel Trudeau. Fidel Trudeau. Hugo Trudeau. His middle name's Fidel. So to answer why. your question, Hugo Castro Scott. and yes. Gary Trudeau. Stop referring to as the sex, and yes, you will have more sex. <laughs> Honey, would you like to have the sex tonight? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the no. <laughs> I have the headache. Uh, we have some corrections. Oh, please do. Uh, from Pam Morris, Luke Perry's death hit me hard, too. What, did it not? Is that, is that what she's correcting? <laughs> Was that supposed to be under correction? <laughs> no, the next part's the correction. Oh, he's from Mansfield, Ohio. We couldn't figure out last week who he's fr- where he's from. It's from Mansfield, Ohio. Thanks, oh, Jeff. Yeah, we knew it was Jeff, Ohio, like... but where in Ohio, we weren't sure. We said Youngstown. Was he, from, was he from the prison? Mansfield prison, yeah. yes. No, he's from the Hall of Fame football. <laughs> he grew up like Bane inside a prison. That's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I'm thinking of Massillon. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> oh, Mansfield is up that <laughs> way, too. <laughs> yeah, that's close enough. Uh, next, uh, from Kevin at Cincy Explorer, the Racine Bells did win at the end, not the Rockford Peaches. Jeff was incorrect. I but was incorrect. How did you get that wrong? I thought she was tug out at the plate. But I don't know, about five hours after our <laughs> she episode... She dropped the ball. <laughs> she dropped the ball. I forgot she dropped the ball. I thought she held on. Five hours after the episode came out, my goodness, we had like three or four corrections about it. It's like, okay, people, calm down. Well, if they're that passionate about it, they should go see Drunk I mean, History I've only this seen, season. I've only yes. seen this, ep- this movie this. about 48 times. Marla Hooch was quite Marla a hitter. Marla Hooch was quite a hitter, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, I got a uh, listener review from Lance in Your Pants. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Just for background notes, he hadn't been able to see a lot of theaters or a lot of movies recently because he had a broken hip. But uh, now he is out of the uh, rehab. It's been taking about nine months, but he's uh, now out and walking. So the first thing he did Correct. was get caught up with uh, Star Wars movies. And he uh, says... Wow, no kidding. The Last Jedi was bad. I had to turn it off when the horses escaped and destroyed the casino. <laughs> Hope your new hip doesn't take. <laughs> so he missed 
The most of the good part. Yeah. <laughs> if you Did, turned it off there, you missed. I told him. I said, "Keep going. It gets worse." <laughs> no, it actually doesn't get worse. That's yeah, pretty much Did, as bad no. as it gets. Did he like Luke sucking on a nipple? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, he liked that part because he made it past it. You, you, right. you realize he didn't actually suck on the nipple. Eh, he just tweaked it. Yeah. Uh, next. Because he wanted the sex. <laughs> All right. Uh, next from our four asterisk section mm-hmm. from Brian H. Says seriously, why can't Jason red? <laughs> it's mainly because uh, Jason's college experience is, is tainted, because his parents paid a firm upwards of five hundred thousand dollars to get him into college. Because um, well, he couldn't read, uh, he couldn't take any of the uh, entrance exams, so they had people take it for him. And then he, the only actually, unfortunately, the only place to actually get him into with all that money was Mount St. Joseph. Uh, the University <laughs> of Delhi. Thank you. <laughs> it, it wasn't the university even when you went there, though. I know. Thank God. So they're going to get rounded up in this FBI scam. <laughs> so Felicity hostage. Huffman and Lori Laughlin <laughs> have been arrested, and I'm not kidding, because they were in char- uh, they were bribing officials and take it, having people take tests for their kids uh, to get w- into colleges. That's what I... It was up to 49 people were arrested mm-hmm. last I heard. It's going to be more. But there was actually a firm that was in the uh, hidden as a charity mm-hmm. that they were giving money to that was bribing the officials. And was it? Uh, One of the colleges was USC. I am shocked that USC is doing anything scandalous. And Harvard, well, Yale. And Yale. Uh, I, I, didn't stuff, see, I didn't see Harvard. I saw yeah. Yale, Georgetown, USC, Stanford, UCLA. Really? I'm shocked by all this. In the University of Delhi. <laughs> uh, it w- the best part is that they put Lori Laughlin's daughter on the rowing team uh, because yeah. the academics both don't of, have both to be their as, kids. Yeah, don't have to be as high. Uh, and so they put them on the rowing team. They don't row. And they, and they get <laughs> they, prefer- they listed them as a rowing yeah, team. You get, you get listed well, as preferential treatment on admissions because yeah. you're an athlete. No, well, no, 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 no offense. There aren't enough high school rowers out there that they'll pretty much take anyone who wants a scholarship on some road team. <laughs> but they no, weren't no. on the team. They, they, they never actually went on the team. Yeah. They, oh, when they got put in, they weren't they on the team. They were just oh, listed. They actually they already there. went to school? No. Or they weren't even rowing. They, they weren't were, even, they, they're, they're, not they even they they're not even on the crew team. They never, they never. Well, so they, they're already in school now. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought this was for upcoming. No, no. no. The, 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 a lot, people like people have graduated. And, oh, Okay. No, but this is a no-shitter. If you have daughters, if you're a listener and you have a daughter that's, uh, what, 8, 9, 10 years old, start her rowing right now. The number one NCAA Division One scholarships for women is rowing. Really? And that's a no-shitter. Oh, yeah. Because no one, because there's not a lot of people doing it. That's right. I think my niece was told if she rowed, she could pretty much go to any school she wanted. Seriously. My, um... Our former babysitter, her and her husband, were both uh, rowers in college. Rowers. Rowers. <laughs> this is vodka in my drink, yeah? So, my so the, cup. The, this is uh, under the question, why can't Jason read? Why can't yep. Jason read? Because he is rowering. <laughs> he, he was rowering too much Roar. and not reading. What else we got? <laughs> uh, we got uh, from Sean at Pittsburgh Nerd. It says, are you excited to have an MLS team? Will you attend a game? FCC. FCC. I kind of am. I mean, 
if we're going to have a team, let's have it at the you know highest uh, level uh, yeah, uh, yeah. our country can yeah. actually have. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, so. MLS. Hey, welcome to uh, our league. Yeah. We're going to make you start out away for all your games. No, well, so, this upcoming Sunday on St. Patty's Day, they will host uh, the first the home Portland game. Timbers, I believe. Yeah, but they already played two away games. Yeah. And they got a point. They yeah. stole a point down in Atlanta. Oh, they beat Atlanta? They no, tied. they tied. I, oh, yeah. okay. Like in the 85th minute. 85th and that's minute. the defending champs. Yeah. Yeah, for that, that's uh, European football for our... Although, uh, I, I do believe, I think... Uh, <laughs> out of country listeners. I think the MLS needed the uh, Cincinnati, uh, FC Cincinnati, more than FC Cincinnati needed the MLS. Yeah, they're looking... They, they, they needed their money to join the uh, <laughs> league more than we needed to join the league. You know what? I'm happy for anything that makes the city look better. Um, especially after Bobby Hart got three years, $21 million from the Bengals. I'm all for other teams doing better than the Bengals. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was me reacting to the Bobby Hart signing. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I would rather have them sign Jimmy Hart uh, to that line. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited about the FC since I, I, I'm not going to watch much of it, but my kids, re- my oldest son really loves it. So I wouldn't be opposed to going to a game any more so than I would be opposed to going to other live mm. sporting event games. Yeah, yeah I, I go to several a year. I actually, when, when the new uh, stadium opens up, I think we're already going to be like sharing season tickets with a couple other couples. Yeah, oh. I'll probably be less likely to go once the new yeah. stadium opens. <laughs> what, do, uh, what else do we yeah, got? Once, once they go mainstream. I know. All I'm just saying is we got a professional Major League Soccer team. What about Pittsburgh? <laughs> You're still in the minors. <laughs> USA, USA. Yeah, they also have a uh, NHL team. Son of a bitch! Hey, the Blue Jackets. I'd rather have an NHL. Can we trade you? (laughs) Hey, Blue Jackets beat them this past weekend, the first time in like two years. Well, they yeah they won Saturday but lost Thursday. So hey, still win, still win. (laughs) O H I O H I O. Wait, (laughs) talking about talking about hockey, Jason. How's your fantasy hockey team doing? Okay, we got Nick Albright next. Let's go. Speaking of fantasy. Oh, boy. Fidevo.net. Oh, yeah, that's it. This is not royalty-free music. Fidevo.net. Nick. Oh, bright. Fidevo.net. Jeffer. Rossini. What are your favorite PS4 games? Have you tried the show? Oh, my God. Baseball game yet? Oh. Hashtag oh. penis. Oh. Man. Oh. Woo. Woo. So. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Devo.net or something. Um. That was Sex Moan Female. <laughs> I have not tried the show baseball game yet. Um, matter of fact, I've probably only played two or three games on the uh, PS4. So the show comes out uh, next week. It's not even out. Two weeks. Well, two geez, weeks. March twenty seventh. I, I think yet. I have the show seven, 2017. Uh, I got last year's version eighteen. Yeah. Um, 18's fun. I mean, they're all fun. The, yeah. the show is a really good game. And I was thinking about getting it, and I was like, oh, I got last year's. Okay, I'll just wait. Till, I usually do two years for sports. Yeah. I usually wait every two years. Yeah, I'm going to play NC2A uh, football. Oh. 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 
They don't do that now? Do nope. Do, nope. Since 14. That's fine with me. No, the college football is better than Madden. Yeah, the college football is a lot better yeah. than Madden. The best is but, when but, you could uh, bribe people. Uh, I bought a guy a tractor that lived in Iowa, and he came to play for me. You, you got, uh, uh, what's his name, Boudreaux? Uh. Yep. <laughs> From Blue Chips? Yeah. Well, see, I got a tractor. and they On my team, I got Lori Laughlin's children. <laughs> On his crew team? Oh, you got rowing 2019. <laughs> stroke, stroke, so stroke. Talking, talking about college uh, stuff, the LSU, uh, Will Wade, uh, on tape, talking about paying players, and he got suspended uh, by the university already. And uh, well, he wasn't paying players. No, he was talking shoe about shoe companies. Yeah, he was talking about getting players paid to come to LSU. Oh, um, shoe companies. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but uh, so that LSU won their first uh, uh, SEC championship in like 13 years in basketball, and oh, it's wow. going to be vacated almost immediately. <laughs> But and I've yeah. I saw some people from LSU complaining, saying that we never pay anybody. <laughs> We've never done anything wrong like this. Why don't you go after people like Duke and uh, Kentucky and all that? When Shaquille O'Neal came out and said he was paid handsomely to attend <laughs> LSU <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> he was paid multiple times. Yes, but he but he came out and said it, and the LSU uh, faithful completely forgot about that. Well, except for that guy. Yeah. Well, we it was pay. Shaq, though. Well, except for that guy. I wonder how much Mark Jackson got. Know. You know, Mahmoud, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. I'm know. sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> Your bribes right. are for real. All right, I want to wrap this up because I want to get to the news of a geek because we've got a really great guest mm-hmm. I want people to hear. Uh, professor number one and doctor number one, why does Jeff continue to screen my calls and not answer the door when I ring it? Uh, I wouldn't take it personal. I screen everybody's calls, and I don't answer the door when anybody rings it. Oh. I mean. If he's outside, though, when you go to work, you'll what, say hi. That's what Simply Safe is for. Well, no. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I will avert my gaze. Okay. But then again, I'll do that to anybody. Do you have the ring doorbell so that you can uh, watch when he rings? You can look out and see it's doctor number one so you don't make yes. sure you don't answer? Yes, I do. He has the ring. Uh, I, I have all the protections and security cameras. Security. Yes. That Most one podcasters looks, do. It looks like a rock. Another one looks like a bush. All I got was a rock. One looks like a, like a, a lamppost. Oh, yeah. All That's really a camera. They're all cameras. They're everywhere. Yeah. You think it's a homeless man at the end of his driveway? <laughs> it's a camera. It's, it's a, a camera. camera. That's right. That garbage can? Camera. <laughs> Mailbox? Camera. <laughs> There's your news of the, the or listener the thing, feedback. Well, the thing that sucks about nope, it, though, nope, sometimes so the boring. mailman tries to put mail in my camera. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, mailman! So you're going to say he puts in the, uh, the homeless man. <laughs> Take it, homeless man! That mailman camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do love the mailman. We do. No, I won't say it. <laughs> well, go, let's, let's get to Jason C. Brown. On the line right now, we have straight from Hollywood. Can we say that, Jason? You can. I am sitting in Hollywood right now. Okay, we got Jason C. Brown, movie director, editor, just all around star of Hollywood. And Hobie fan. And Hobie. Well, and Hobie fan, yes. I don't know yeah. about fan. That's he, the top, that's the top well, trivia fact from IMDb.com. I was going to say, I hope you guys checked your IMDb lately. That's My right. IMDb. 
So the funny thing is, before we came on today, I did actually go to our your IMDb page at Jason C. Oh. Brown, and I did make sure the trivia did not change. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it is still there. Frequent guest on the History of Bad Ideas podcast. So if, uh, for people that are not familiar with Jason, if you're just starting to uh, on our show, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, you know Blake from many moons ago. Yep. Many, and, many drunken eves. That's right. And you That's got started right. in Cincinnati, correct? Yep. I began my production career in Cincinnati doing a lot of Procter & Gamble jobs and La Rosa's commercials and uh, things like that. Okay. Yes, but what's most important is that people who haven't listened to the great Jason C. Brown guest on our podcast, insert episode here, and oh, yeah. insert, insert second episode here, <laughs> if you really want to be a director in Hollywood, what you have to do is go play amateur softball That's in right. Los Angeles. That's right. It's all about who you know. Your resume gets you nothing. <laughs> we're still stuck in amateur softball in Cincinnati. No wonder right. we're still doing amateur podcasting. Uh, we're professional amateurs. Thank professional you. Professional amateurs. That's right. <laughs> so, Jason, give us a little background for the new listeners here. Um, uh, what you do and uh, what uh, some of the jobs in that and kind of give us a little background on yourself. Actually, sure. actually, I'm going to hijack this and I'm going to do it <laughs> for Jason C. Brown. Oh, man. This is awesome. <laughs> Jason C. Brown, fraternity man extraordinaire. That's right. Softball player extraordinaire. Also true. Top Hobie fan. Damn right. And he is uh, most recently the second unit director for this past uh, season for Drunken History. Yep. It, I was it, the first AD on that job. I was yeah. the first assistant director to uh, Derek Waters and Jeremy Connor, the two guys who direct every single episode of that show. Yes, and he has also uh, worked as director for the uh, independent film Imaginary Friends. Yep. And yep. will be uh, soon to be released, coming out as a director on another independent film, Panic Button. Yes, that's the one we just took to the Idlewild uh, International Festival of Cinema this past weekend and got a phenomenal response. It was the first time I'd ever seen it in front of people. And uh, it was amazing. It was. It got a really great response. So that pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's wonder. Where is uh, Idlewild? Where is that film festival? Idlewild's about three hours uh, east and south of Los Angeles, uh, about an hour and change away from San Diego, and up in the mountains. So it was great. I got to hang out in the snow this past weekend. Um, and any previous listeners who heard our story about imaginary friends. Panic Button is with that same team. It's with Tara and Natalie. And when we did Imaginary Friends, we crowdfunded and raised $12,000 to make it. We had a crew of a cast and crew of 40 people. And it was a, you know, a big shoot in LA. Panic Button was the two creators, Natalie and Tara wanted to do a follow up, Mm -hmm. but they wanted a really small production. So this was the story is two actors, two girls lost in the woods. And what they did was we got an Airbnb in at the, at the Southern tip of Yosemite. And it was two actors, a director, myself, a director of photography, a sound man, and basically their significant others and one friend. So there was eight people total. It was super small, two actors, just them. And we didn't worry about financing or anything like that. We just got an Airbnb for the weekend, and we filmed the whole thing over two days. 
Yeah, that's wonderful because I, I did go to look at it, and uh, it is on imdb.com. It is. And if you are an imdb.com contributor, go and make up the plot, the trivia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <need all> that. <laughs> <laughs> because it still needs to be filled in, Jason Z. Brown. Yep. Yep, exactly. But I, I did notice that uh, a, a few of the people that you worked with, Imaginary Friends, and of course that yes. answers all the questions I was going to answer you, so... All yeah, right, we'll talk to you six months from now. Yeah, later. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I am a drunk history fan. Oh. And and uh I have been watching Drunk History for the past several seasons. And it's... I was very excited to see that um you had uh posted in your social media, which you graciously allow me to be a friend of. Of course. Thank you. And you're like, hey, just finished up Drunk History. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, holy moly. I love that series. I'm like, we got to get Jason C. Brown on this podcast immediately. And three months later. uh, (laughs) Which is good, though. Hey, But that's a good thing, though, because now we can talk about episodes and your listeners can literally go to YouTube and say, oh, I'm going to look up you know, man and dolphin and watch this crazy ass story about, yes. you know, giving drugs to dolphins. And, you know, like, I, I just saw that one last week. It's, it's crazy. It is insane. I was it is. It, it was the craziest episode we did. What, was that the one with Dr. Drew as the guest host or? Yes. Dr. Yeah, Drew was I, I the guest that, host. Oh, that side one. note. Uh, Dr. Drew, man, he's got some guns, man. Doesn't he? Oh, yeah. That guy's got some he, biceps. He, so right out of the gate, the first thing yeah. to tell everybody when I say I work on drunk history is I have nothing to do with the drunken stories. Nothing at all. I do the reenactments. So everyone's sober on the stuff that I do. Oh, and yeah. the question that everybody asks is, are they really getting that drunk? And the answer is no question about it. Yes. Everyone. Really? Get that, was, that was my third question. It. Yes. That was my third yes. question. Yes. I have up for the drunkenness part. Yes. They are really getting drunk. They really throw up. Everyone wants to take their shoes off. That's a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. So so that part of the process, you know, basically they, you know, just film people drinking and telling a story about um, about whatever subject they've, they've come to talk about. And then they tell it four times. And, and that's, and that's where you come in on the reenactment part. Exactly. Now, so now how many times during the reenactment part, you guys are going over these lines with the actors because you guys are stone cold sober, stone cold sober. Dude. And I describe filming the reenactments as yeah. I'm filming a comedy music video. <laughs> I call playback and then they hear the voice of the drunken person and then they lip sync it. So it, 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 it lines up perfectly to being a music video oh, is, wow. is what we're doing on set. So we just keep playing it back over and over and they practice the lip syncing and they get it ahead of time and we're doing a comedy music video. And no joke, it is the best, most challenging, most creative, you know, impossible job that I've ever done because every one of those episodes that you see, except for a couple rare exceptions like the Frankenstein episode we did, is shot in one day. Yeah, are you afraid of the drunk? Exactly. And that is I think our best episode of the year. It's unbelievable. I really liked it, you know, despite the, you know, not just because it had, you know, Evan Rachel Woods. Yes. You know, but was Marilyn Manson there hanging out at the set stalking you? 
What's that? Was Marilyn Manson there stalking you? No, while, uh, Evan was no there? Marilyn wasn't, was nowhere to be found. Oh, okay. Uh, but <laughs> that, that, that cast is as good as it gets on the show. Evan Rachel Wood, Elijah Wood, Jack McBrayer, Will Ferrell, and Seth Rogen. It was a dream, a dream shoot. And that, that one was an entire episode. Uh, so that's, that's the biggest one we did all year. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. And I think that was a very good selection to, uh, kick off this season. Congratulations. Oh, definitely. And, definitely. Uh, was, uh, one of the things I did notice and I wanted to also ask you about is that, uh, Derek Waters, yes. you know, cause you say McBrayer was there for the kickoff. Oh yeah. Derek Waters seems to use a lot of the same, um, mm-hmm. actors and writers, Yep. Uh, for telling stories and reenactments. So does he have yeah. like a, a crew of, you know, the yeah. crowd for drunk history and they all he hang does. out and they all get drunk and tell stories? Yeah, he and especially when it comes to the reenactment part, just finding people who are good at it and people who, um, who uh, you know, are, are, are passionate about coming in. And, mm-hmm. you know, because with this show, it's crazy costumes and you're just there one day. So you got to give it your all in one day. It's not like you have a few days to to get stuff right. There's no reshoots. There's no ad libbing either. Like you can ad lib within your performance, but by and large, like you're locked into what you know the drunk comedian has been saying. So and you're just and like you said, the actors are basically listening to the audio. Yep. And then you know you know shooting the uh, lip syncing with it. And lip syncing, yeah. It's it's so it's it's tough to do, but there are people who they are just wired to do it. And I'm telling you, that episode, Evan Rachel Wood's amazing. Yeah. Um, there are so was, many. Uh, pretty pretty funny. I mean, there's a lot of big names yeah. in Seth Rogen and Will Ferrell, and uh, yeah. if I remember correctly too. Yep, so correct. When, so when they come in for the morning, do mm-hmm. they have like an idea of what they're shooting or? Yes. Okay. Yes. So they've, they've... they've got we so after someone does their four hour drunken storytelling yeah. that story gets edited down into about no joke, like a seven page script. Okay. And then that script gets sent out to everybody. So we get all the elements. So they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what the dialogue is. And the, my favorite part is that the script, I should, I should pull up something or email you guys something, the script, like when you see like the drunken blubbering, yeah, there are script coordinators who literally type out every <laughs> every deep breath, every you know yeah. slurred speech, slurred bit of speech. Uh, at uh, uh, if you saw the baseball episode, one of my favorite yes. narrators is Katie Nolan from uh, yeah. ESPN, and she's trying to say say chip chip chick chip chip Gandal, and it literally is a, you know a quarter of a page of her trying to get the name right. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's funny. It, it, it's funny that um, you bring up the baseball episodes because yeah. in our listener feedback, we actually have a uh, Racine Bells and Rockford Peaches question. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, that, that was actually, I wrote down uh, three of the episodes that I really liked. And the first one oh. is Are You Afraid of the Drunk? Yes. And it's funny that oh. you said baseball because, it, you know, that's yep. the one I got. Also, that was, our, the, the that was the first one. Oh, Femme Fatales was amazing. Uh, up there is up there in the best the best uh, actors that we work with uh, was uh, Megan Kelly, who's unbelievable. She is so good at it as well, and and couldn't be nicer. Just, and that's the other thing with one day, everybody who comes in is wonderful. You know, you're just there for a day, so every single actor, forty two days of shooting, every actor was amazing. Not one, not one bad seat. So that's a luxury you don't often get. Um, 
Can we yeah. can we uh, circle back to one thing that I was a little disturbed by? Uh, sure. Who has the ugliest feet if they're taking shoes off? I'm a little disturbed by that. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. He said he didn't do the drunk part. He just I know, I know, but... I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll, usually that makes the cut, though, is when they ask Derek to help them take their shoes off. So I know that I know there's at least two, two episodes where in the cut of the show, you see their shoes being taken off. <laughs> I, that's awesome. I, I have an issue, Jason, with feet because uh, uh, that's why I can't watch UFC because there's, they, they don't wear shoes and socks. <laughs> Come on, people. Just because they're taking their shoes off on Drunk History, though, doesn't mean they don't have their socks on. Come on. Yes, there's socks. There's socks. <laughs> Not like this is Uma Thurman and uh, Quentin Tarantino going oh, on here. Oh, oh. No. Uh, <laughs> is the, is the, have they shown all the episodes yet? I thought there no, was... we've, we've done eight. So we have 16 episodes this season. So we've aired the first half. So okay. the first half finale was last Tuesday, I think, a week ago. And that was uh, Drunk Mystery. Okay. And then uh, we're going to go on a little hiatus. And I think early summer, the back half's going to air. And there's some amazing episodes coming up, too. So And uh, they're, they're, I think that there's going to be a back half trailer coming out in the next month or so that I'll make sure to send you guys. And that'll give you the, the guest of all the guest stars for the second half. And also, uh, if you don't have Comedy Central, it's on Prime, uh, Amazon Prime. That's yeah, that's really nice. And they usually YouTube one of the stories out of the three um, for each for each episode too. So, um, when I schedule this season, I will tell you this though: the first I, I'd never done Drunk History before. Obviously, I was a fan of the show; I'd seen it many times, but I didn't know how they operated. So, the first episode of the year that I scheduled to shoot was the baseball episode. Because I figure if I'm going to go into an environment, I'm going in with my strength. And uh, so we did baseball. The, the first three days of shooting were the baseball episode. Yeah, that's And Good. we originally scouted, and it was going to be uh, – so so the, the stadium that you see there is uh, the Long Beach State Dirtbags. That's the stadium that we shoot uh, – that, that we shot in. We shot in Long Beach at the Dirtbag Stadium. Uh, which Jared Weaver, you know, Giambi, all those guys played down there. So yeah. a real, a real college stadium is where we shot all the white, the Black Sox stuff. And we planned on shooting the Callahan sisters at that same spot. There was a softball field that we were going to use for that. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the craziest things was we were tech scouting and across the street from, uh, across the street from Long Beach, uh, stadium, uh, there's just a, a high school, Wilson elementary or Wilson high. And that's how it evolved into doing uh, Callahan Sisters as a stage play. Yeah. Was the director, Derek, and creator said, you know, everybody's, everybody's seen this movie already. We're going to – we have to do something different. So it ended up being us doing it on stage. Yeah, that was pretty neat. They did it like an old-timey stage with the uh, yep. curtains and the lights. And yep. I, I did like that. It, it, it fit with the era and with the storytelling. It was pretty good. The other – great part of that episode was that Megan Cavanaugh came in and played Penny Marshall. Yes. Uh, so Marla Hooch came in and did the <laughs> Penny Marshall button at the end. Oh, was the yeah. yeah. See that one now. Yeah. yeah that was good. Did you work on the episode of love? The love? Yes. Dog, dog day afternoon. And, uh, yeah, I did. That might be, I'm a huge crime, uh, person. Oh. And yeah. that is the oddest story yeah i've ever it, heard one of crazy. the oddest yeah yeah that was a really fun i uh trace lizette and uh 
Paul Rust are incredible in that episode. Um, that, that was, uh, and that pretty... story is bonkers. Yeah, those, those were some good bonkers stories. Now, when Derek, Wa- when you're shooting Derek Waters, yeah, you're doing this, his reenactment of uh, what's his name, Roberts. Which oh, the Robert nice Stack. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's one of the rare times that we. Uh, that's one of the rare times that we uh, uh, actually record sound on the show. <laughs> So odd to say, but that's one of the rare times that he does that. And then, uh, and then uh, there's a guy who does a Robert Stack impersonation, and he impersonates what Derek does. And he's oh, that, a wasn't, that wasn't actual uh, dialogue from the show. That's, that wasn't impersonator. That's how that's how that's how good we are at, at lip syncing. <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. Uh, one uh, question I did have, uh, and I think we touched on it real briefly. Uh, on the last time you were on, which is over a year ago, which is quite depressing. That's crazy. We need to fix that. Um, the one question I had is you worked on uh, Heather's, the TV series. Pilot. Yep. I did the pilot episode uh, for Paramount Network. And yep. that is pretty much in developmental hell, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know that anybody will ever see it. <laughs> that, I mean, just I, I read the script and that was I thought my first thought was, oh, my gosh, this is going to do great. Like in the world of like gathering followers and Instagram likes and hashtags and stuff like that, I thought that they did a nice spin on it. And um, the cafeteria scene, the introduction of the Heathers is unbelievable. It's so crazy awesome. Uh, but then it became like, you know. Everybody knows the story, you know. She dies at the end, and then, you know, I don't know. Do you, do you think uh, if nobody sees the light of day on that, do you think, like, that beginning, you can, like, sneak it onto YouTube for everybody, and we'll debate? Probably. Debut I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll get out there at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll get out there at some point. Bootleg. I'm sure Bootleg. Jason's going to jeopardize his career just for Hobie <laughs> to see the first five minutes. <laughs> it's pretty it, – it, the opening's incredible. It really is. It was It was stunning. That was one of those uh, shows. I know that there was a lot of real life issues going on at that time in the world. Uh, yeah, very- with shootings and then that's why I, that was what we heard. Yeah, they had the, yeah they had a premiere set up, and then as soon as there was uh, it might have been Parkland that uh, took it off the schedule and ooh, forever. Yeah. That's yeah, right. That would make sense if it was yeah. like high school. It was it was right there. That's uh, that's disappointing, but uh, man. Yeah. Um, now, also with Panic Button, your new yeah. film. Um, yep. Could do you think it was? Uh, now, is this uh, a horror movie, or is it kind of like they're just finding themselves? Can you give us a little it's description funny. Yeah. of it? So, so uh, yeah. So, Panic Button's a short. It runs about ten minutes long, and it's a comedy. It actually kind of delves into a Monty Python esque uh, world in which uh, when we shot it. We have the we first time in my career as a director, I got to work with a drone operator, and we shot these beautiful drone shots over Yosemite as the girls are walking and screaming for help, if anyone can hear them. And at one point, they take a break, and the girl says, hey, if, if things get any worse, we can just use the panic button. And she takes out a piece of paper with a red circle on it, and it says panic button. And then the other girl is like, what are you talking about? And hilarity ensues. So it's kind of... <laughs> Monty Python, dead parrot sketch, uh, hilarity. Yeah, um, absurd, absurdity to the point of hilarious. You know, comedy. Exactly. You know, basically. Exactly. But so that's good. So would it be 
eventually see something like that on like uh, IFC short films? You know, so, it's funny. The film festival that we just came from, they had actually a distribution panel, which dealt mostly in features. But someone asked the question, like, how do you, you know, distribute a short? And the answer was, you don't. You know, <laughs> you put it on you put it on YouTube. And hopefully, you know, the ideal is that someone sees this and says, you know, wow, that guy, that guy can make something like I as an agent would like to represent him or someone with a script would say, that guy should direct our next thing. It's he, we have absurd comedy and he does that. Well, you know, that it's more like a business card. Do you know, think that you could have, um, filmed you staying at the Airbnb in Yosemite as a horror movie, because I'm kind of scared by the, uh, Airbnbs in Yosemite. The next, the next project that I'm working on, (laughs) oddly enough, (laughs) oddly enough, the next project that I'm working on is a short, kind of thriller called epilogue which the opening frame is the female hero at the end of a horror movie (laughs) and the credits roll right out the gate and as soon as the credits fade to black the short begins and it's what happens right after as the cops arrive and it's the aftermath of this exact story you're describing the air, they went, all went to the Airbnb. They're all for <laughs> her, and uh, this is the next project that I'm going to direct. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw a lot of sketchy Airbnbs online. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that worries me. Yeah, um, we well, got really lucky with this one. <laughs> let me ask you this: So, you were talking about agents, and you know, again, uh, seeing yeah. that, and this may be a dumb, really uh, dumb question, but you know. No. I, I'm from Ohio, so bear with me here. Sure. So does everyone in Hollywood, even the crew like you, do you have a, a, an agent? Nope. Okay. Nope. They, they do have. So there's above the line and below the line. Mm-hmm. If you want to work above the line, you should probably have an agent. And that's directors, producers, uh, actors, writers. Okay. Those guys are all above the line. Below the line are assistant directors, Director, cinematographers, grips, gaffers, blah, 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 all the way down to the lowest person. So most 90%, 100% of the above-the-line people all have agents and managers and stuff. The reverse is true for the below-the-line people on the crew. That being said, a lot of ADs, first ADs especially, do have agents that mm-hmm. kind of can get them work and stuff like that. But it's not necessary for what I do. So you obviously have been successful because your laundry list of, you know, shows and everything yeah. on IMDb is impressive. So how is it all just word of mouth or they, they know you do a good job and they just say, Hey, go get him. Yeah. I just, I just heard a story. I was waiting in line for a concert, uh, to see Jeff Tweedy from Wilco and the guy in front of me, we talking about what we do and stuff like that. And he's like, Oh, I got a job at uh, Vans. And, uh, he had a little bit of a Canadian accent And he tells me about his interview with Vans. And he's like, I sat down, I slid the guy in my resume. uh, And the guy's like, oh, it it sounds like you're from Canada. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm from Montreal. And the guy's like, oh, do you play hockey? And he's like, oh, yeah, I played college hockey. And the interviewer is like, oh, so did I. He's like, where'd you play? He's like, oh, uh, you know, Toronto, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, I played at Sault Ste. Marie. And it turned out that they didn't play each other, but they played common opponents. He said the guy slid the resume to the side. They talked about hockey for an hour and he got the job. (laughs) So I'm like, same thing in my business. Like people that I knew in Ohio got me my first job out here. Um, 
And it's funny because Miami has Miami University now has this Inside Hollywood program that's been going on for like four years now, where they're sending fifteen kids, fifteen students for three weeks to come to LA yeah, and meet all kinds of uh, all kinds of uh, film. That they tour studios and they they go see Conan and Conan talks to them for an hour. They just went to NCIS and Mark Harmon, who wasn't working that day, came to set to talk to them. Wow. Like crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff. They get to meet, you know, and see what the process is like. And out of, you know, maybe there's been 50, 60 kids who have done it. At least a dozen of them live out here and are working. It's hmm. pretty crazy. Did Mark Harmon come onto the set just to say, don't take my jobs, go back to Ohio? <laughs> no, he's the best. He is. He's so awesome. Like in every way. Uh, yeah. Nobody's taking that guy's job. No, yeah, he's, he's married to Pam Dauber, isn't he? This yeah, still. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. married to uh, Mindy. Still? Yeah. Wow. Not Hollywood. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I just saw like a headline of that. Married for like 50 years or something. I don't yeah. Know. A long, long time. Maybe not that long. Maybe not that long. <laughs> That's true. But <laughs> so long story short, at least, especially when you're starting, like uh, to, to have a blank resume, you just have to hear like, oh, this is so-and-so. They're from Ohio. Oh, oh, so there you go. They got a good work ethic and, you know, they're going to work hard. There you go. Like it's just if you have nothing, if you have no credits, you have to build it off of who's vouching for you and where you're from. Probably I keep I keep my five one three number. I still have a five one three Cincinnati number because as a second AD, I'm always calling actors. I'm always calling crew and instant instant connection. Oh, oh, hey, where are you from in Ohio? Hey, my brother's from Cincinnati. You know, this, that and the other. It's like, oh. Everything is is that connection. It, it comes up so often. Yeah. What softball position did you play? Shortstop. <laughs> we need a shortstop on our team. You want what? to come back? Sorry, Jim. I'll you've be, been you've been let go, Jim. I'll be, I'll be okay. in for a visit. We need a Hollywood connection on our team. There you we go. fly out here hey, on weekends. You got, you got a Hollywood connection. When are you guys coming out for a visit? Yeah, we should. We should make a a, a Hobie field trip and uh, there you go. record our location in your uh, your uh, was it man. I'll find a good spot. I'll find a good spot. In your mobile home on the set? I'm a little little hesitant going out to California. I saw what happened to Kramer and Seinfeld. I don't want to be be, uh, arrested. Well, that makes for a good story. So do you get get pitched screenplays from just uh, people in in the know? Like, do they just send them to you? Like, people trying to break in? Because uh, he has a screenplay. More often than not, I'm, more often than not, I'm the one asking for him. You know, okay. more often than not, it's like, oh, oh, you're a writer. Hey, send me something. Send me something. You know, great. You know, because I'm I'm looking for projects as much as anybody else is, especially that are like makeable. Like, don't send me, don't send me a, a, an eight page script and five page of it as a car chase. You know, but something. <laughs> That happens though. Seriously, I'm not kidding. Like I've been like, hey, let's 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 collaborate, and then I get something that's like, okay, this is a hundred thousand dollars. I can't, you know. <laughs> but but small like character stories, yeah. I'm I'm always looking for stuff, you know. You know, you should, you right, should right now. They pay me to assistant direct. They don't pay me to direct yet. Yeah, you you, you should actually do that car chase thing, but do it with like a, a miniature remote control cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Wait till uh, I think there was a, a drunk history, and I'm trying to think of which one it was. Uh, but one of them in the first eight, uh, we use a lot of models on drunk history. So if it's a train or a plane, we'll, we'll do models 
for car chases and train chases and stuff like that. So yeah, that, that's right. The um, the the one story, the first uh, female African American aviator. Yes, yes, yes. Bessie Coleman, exactly. Yes. Bessie Coleman. That's the one I was trying to think of. Uh, yeah, Bessie Coleman. He's a lot of models in that one. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, drunk history, you know, we can do that. And it was cool for me because I'd never done a lot of, like, model work like that before. So, you're, yeah, that was a really good one. You are quite handsome, Jason. You could do model work. Well, <laughs> maybe a shave. We'll see. That's right. So, let me ask you this. Do you ever need people that can uh, do voice acting? Uh, but usually only Michael Caine is who we're looking okay, for. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Just checking. Just asking. Just asking. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you can't see us, so I'm going to give two people are going to do Michael Caine. Okay. And since you know Hollywood, yeah, uh, I, I want you to see ask or uh, decide which one is better. Okay. okay? Ready. Ready. So here's the first one. Okay. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Okay. Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> which yeah. one do you think was better? Oh, God, do I have to choose? <laughs> it is tough. It is tough. I'll say the second one. Well, that was me. So, well, guess what, buddy? Pack up your apartment because I'm coming to live with you. There you go. There you go. I'm telling you, bring this show on the road. Come on out. I'll give you the grand tour. You know, we'll try and track down Kevin James or something. Like, oh. we can literally do it all. Oh. That's, that's awesome. We, we appreciate you uh, taking time out of there in California and doing the math for us, so we knew what time to call you. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at that stuff either. No. Uh, real quick, you, know, you can just ask your phone the time. <laughs> you really can. <laughs> Trust me, the time was a big issue when we were talking. Yes. I, yeah. Guilty. I didn't look at my phone for like a half hour. I looked at it. I was like, you got 18 messages. What the hell's going on? <laughs> So let me ask you, we'll let you go here real quick, but I got a question. You worked on yoga hosers. Yeah. Yeah. With Kevin Smith and uh, Johnny Depp and uh, both of their kids, uh, Lily Rose and Harley Quinn. And it says on here that you were actually uh, Guy LaPointe. That's Johnny Depp's unit, correct? Yeah. So uh, Kevin shot the movie and he shot everything except except for uh, the Johnny Depp scenes. Mm -hmm. And what was crazy about that is when I got the call for the job. They said, the person who called me, the first AD who called me on the job, said, hey, uh, what are you doing between Christmas and New Year's? Uh-huh. And I said, well, I'll be in Ohio. She said, well, I've got an interesting job. And we shot between the 27th of December and the 31st of, uh, of December. That was, that was the run because uh, both girls were minors. So they were out of school, so it gave us more time to work with them, mm-hmm. and that worked in Johnny's schedule. It, uh, so that's how that we pulled that off. How many scarves did Johnny wear? <laughs> a few. A few. There's a great paparazzi picture of me and uh, of me and Johnny. How many I scarves were you wearing? <laughs> and, uh, it was cold. It was December. <laughs> <laughs> Got a point. Seven. He had seven. He okay, had Blake, seven. leave him alone. <laughs> now, these are nice big... Winter scarves, not these uh, Steven Tyler uh, flowy frilly, ones. Uh, frilly yeah. ones. No, that's what I was referring to. Oh. So, uh, where did you guys shoot at? Uh, we shot in downtown LA. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Oh, this is terrible. It won't brighten. Oh, there it goes. There's there's Johnny saying hello to me in the morning. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see, but that's a quick shot of. Can, uh, you, that, yeah, can that, you send that to us so we can put it on our Hobie page? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that, that, was a, that was a nice paparazzi shot of uh, Johnny. That's awesome. Did you turn around and punch TMZ? Hey, get all away. <laughs> again, it was over the holidays. There was nobody there. It was, the town was dead. It was great. It was, we kind of had the run of the place to ourselves. Oh, but no, uh, no, but no, that was a great shoot. And Kevin's actually Kevin's shooting in, I think, Louisiana right now. He's doing one of the Jane Silent Bobs right yeah, now. Yeah, reboot. Yeah. 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 And, and what a wonderful, wonderful man that guy is. He is... He's as nice as they say. He's just a freaking joy. The first production meeting, you know, just gave a very impassioned speech about thanking everyone for giving up their holiday, part of their holiday to be to make, you know, his his movie and our movie. And he he always termed it that way. Uh, So he was one of the best. Did you understand the script to Yoga Hosers? And if you did, can you help me understand the film? <laughs> not, no, not entirely. No, I will say this though. I will say this though. At the production meeting, uh, which happened before Christmas, uh, since we were just doing that, like we were, you know, skipping around and doing a bunch of scenes. I will say this: Kevin invited everyone over to his house to watch a cut of what was made so far so that we could understand at least what the heck we were doing as, mm-hmm. as to part of it. So that was another thing where he's just like the most generous man in the world. He's like, if anybody wants to come over, you know, and watch the movie, you know, let's set that up. So did you go? I did. I, I, Kevin Smith invited me over. Hell yeah. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> that's that's awesome. Kidding. When yep. the movie was done and everything was quiet, did you go just like look at him and go snoochy boochies? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, Jay was there too. That was the crazy part. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, is Jay Jay was there too? Like this is, is what is is Jay um, pretty? He, you know, he was really wild, and I know he's had some yeah. addiction issues in the past. Just, just, just he had a baby last year. Yeah. He is, yeah, he's doing he's great. Turned his life around, from what I understand, in the past several yeah. years. He's and, he's he's been he's been doing comedy shows too, like solo and with Kevin. Mm-hmm. He's he's just a great dude. Yeah, that's a, that's awesome. It's good to hear that he's uh, doing pretty well and, yeah. and going back. You know, on the straight and narrow path, yeah. more or less. Yeah, he's doing awesome. Blake, I figured out why you would never make it in Hollywood. Oh. You'd be like Chris Farley on the Chris Farley show every time you meet somebody. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you remember that time, Kevin, that you did Mallrats? That was cool. That was, that was cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, you're going hey, to right. have to leave now. Have I told no. you guys my Kevin? Have, you, have I told you my Kevin Smith story like that? No. I, I moved. So. I moved to LA in 2005. And the first paying job I got, I got 50 bucks. Prior to that, I... I, Do we really need to hear that part? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait till till Kevin Smith comes to the story. Uh, uh, I was outside of a movie theater handing out tickets for a free screening. Like, there there were the movie... A movie that I worked on was doing a test screening. Yeah. And uh, a movie that I worked on was doing a test screening. I was handing out flyers at the Arclight, which is the movie theater here in Hollywood that has the big dome. And uh, Kevin Smith was doing some kind of movie presentation or blah, blah, blah. And I was, you know, oh, my gosh, Kevin Smith. So I walked up to him and I handed him 20 bucks. And he said, he said, what's this for? And I said, when I was in college, when I was at Miami, I snuck in to see Chasing Amy. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, if I ever met you. That's a movie I should have paid for. I said, there's only two movies like that. And he said, oh, my God, what's the other movie? And I said, almost famous. <laughs> so I've never met Cameron Crowe, but if I'm, I'm going to hand him 20 bucks. And I handed Kevin a business card that day. 
in 2005 and said, I would love to work for you someday. Yeah. And yeah. cut to 2013, 14. Oh, yeah. We were on set together. Boom. I told him that story. And he's like, he's like, you're going to think this is crazy. But he's like, I vaguely remember that. He's like, it was so weird. <laughs> and he took the money, too. I made him take the money. And uh, and then he looked at me and he, and he gave me this great little like line about how you have to be patient with your dreams sometime. So yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's a good story. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Gave him 20 bucks. <laughs> you paid Kevin Smith 20 bucks. Yeah, okay. I, I gave him 20 bucks. What Jason doesn't know, we're going to edit that out and something about giving Kevin $20 and we're just going to cut off the story. Actually, we're going to edit yeah. it and it's going to say handies. <laughs> the, deep, the deep underbelly of Hollywood. Yeah. I gave Kevin Smith a handy. <laughs> First editing job ever. And then later, hey, I gave you a handy 20 years ago. By, the way, by the way, handy. he would love that. Just so you know, <laughs> like... If word got back to him, he'd be like, that's hilarious. The good news is somebody on here just got hired for voice impressions. So guess yep. what? There you go. There you go. But only if it's yeah, Michael Do me a favor. When you, when you post this on Twitter, make sure you tag Kevin in it. Okay. He would get a kick out of that because he, he loves that story too. So That's, uh, that's awesome. But uh, you've been giving us uh, some uh, very important Hollywood time. And uh, yep. we know you're busy, and we've heard your uh, notifications going off there because you're uh, a, a I, yeah, exactly all guy. the stuff from the from the tech scout I just got back from. <laughs> That's right. And uh, now, and people that have been listening, I've been begging you now for over a year or so that uh, I needed to be the uh, fluffer boy for Kristen Bell, <laughs> and you haven't made that. I hope watching, yet. I hope you're watching Happy Place because she is so good. That's. She's, that's okay. I'm I'm over that, Jason C. Brown. I'm over that. Yes, I'm over that. I don't need that anymore. However, I do have a new requirement. That is Sugarland Baird. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, I know. She she's great too because on Drunk History, she not only narrates but she also uh, she also uh, is an actor in reenactments too. Her Edie Windsor episode is so good. I know. Oh, man, and, you know, I don't have a five list because I'm not allowed to, but if I did, she'd be in it. There you go. There you go. You really are Chris Farley. <laughs> you know Sugarland Beard? Awesome. <laughs> Jason, where can we find you? <laughs> uh, I am on Twitter at uh, Jason C. Brown DGA. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's probably the best place to, to follow. Oh, on Instagram, Jason C. Brown DGA as well. That's probably good too. Yeah, Instagram's probably the best. And uh, we'll be putting up uh, the panic button. I actually just liked your, the Facebook page today. Just saw it. So. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Um, we'll be putting that out there. Uh, last thing before we let you go. Have you seen Kevin James? No, I still have not. Okay. Uh, and I still need a Hobie shirt to, oh, to, oh, make, man, supposed oh, to get that to make this happen. Uh, <laughs> so. Son of a bitch. Okay, here's the thing. It will be out, sent out this weekend. I promise. Okay. I will get it. it out to you this weekend. If he sends it you out this weekend, can you have Sugarland Beard wear it and take a picture of her, please? <laughs> I need to start making a list. <laughs> I need that shirt back. <laughs> yes. Could you just kind of make it like Kevin Smith and that's his, you know, he has a hockey jersey. Could you just wear the Hobie yeah, shirt everywhere? That will be the one that becomes every day. Yeah. Yeah. We could send you a couple. <laughs> 
Send him the Hobie hockey jersey. We do have a Hobie hockey jersey. Kelly? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's amazing. You can meet Kevin Smith in it. And you guys be one of our listeners actually uh, made one for us to personalize really? and sent it to us. Oh, that's amazing. It's that's a little amazing. scary, to be honest well, with you. Well, he's trying to bribe us. So. <laughs> well, Jason, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, thanks uh, for having me. We need to uh, do this sooner than a year again. Yes, there's no question. Well, let's do it. Let's do it right before the next uh, the next batch air starts airing in the summer. We that'd be cool. That. That, yeah, that'd be awesome, brother. We'd- awesome. Okay, Jason, thank you very much, sir. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, it's Brian. And it's Tony. From the Salty Language Podcast. Uh, we're a podcast with, with two friends that have, you know, been around each other for, what, like 70 years or something, and... Uh, you know, we talk about kind of everything. We're like a married couple that you hate. <laughs> yeah, basically something like that. Um, no, we talk about, you know, just weird news stuff that happens in our life, um, pop culture, really anything. It's, you know, we just have a nice conversation and make up stuff along the way. So, uh, yeah. And I guess, you know, you can find us at saltylanguage.com. For sure. And And beer you'll be fine. (laughs) Well, also, you can find us on dangerentertainment.net. Danger! Watch your back! Danger! Entertainment.net, in case you missed it the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, what are you doing September 20th through the 22nd? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Jim, what are you doing September 20th through the 22nd? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Blake, what are you doing? I, I got check my calendar okay uh <laughs> yes at the duke energy convention center in cincinnati ohio you will see hobie there we'll be there well, well the good members of hobie well yeah the ones that matter uh sorry blake anyways uh and i think scab jeff might be there so three that matter and then scab and number one fan doug who's awesome uh but also with us not actually at our booth but we'll see uh ben mckenzie from gotham and the OC is going to be there. Ooh. Yeah. Marina Baccaron. Baccaron. Thank you. Uh, from Gotham, Deadpool 2. Oh. Uh, the Harp Twins. Did you know they did a comic book with Dirk Manning? I heard that. Okay, just checking. And Alan Tudyk is going to be there. What do you think about that? I'm thrilled. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Uh, just to let you know, with Alan Tudyk, he's also going to be the voice of the bird in the new Aladdin movie. Iago. Yes. yes. Yes, so just want to let you guys so know that. So we won't hold that against him. That's right. Uh, the new trailer that came out didn't look atrocious. No, but it looked unnecessary to do the movie. You know what is necessary? Getting your tickets at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com. And you can also see Frank Cho, comic book creator artist. Uh, he did Wonder Woman, Sheena, and Black Panther. Uh, Amanda Connor and her husband, Jimmy Palomino, is going to be there. Uh those two and, uh, are actually having, they're selling uh, deluxe VIP uh, sui, uh, oh, okay. packages right now. Uh, they are from Harley Quinn, Captain Marvel, or Power Girl, um, so Painkiller Jane, and Daredevil. So you can actually get a package together of meeting, greeting them. They have a, um, a panel, and then you can also get an autograph from them. So just to let you guys know, you can do that now. And that's about it right now. But we're going to have a lot more. Uh, guests being announced. Speed dating was announced. Yes. Jim, you're good for that? I'm ready to do that. We, I need to film that. Yes. I don't think they're going to let you. Uh, <laughs> and, again, since I Comic Expo, September 20th through the 22nd at the Duke Energy Convention Center. Get your tickets now. 
It's time for Box Office Bombs. Oh, the only bombs we had are explosions of money going into Hollywood. Mm. Uh, by that I mean Captain Marvel, number one this week at the box office, with $153 million in its opening weekend. It beat its budget of $152 million. I think it's going to flop still. You think it's going to flop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you think I should be listing it as a bomb? <laughs> uh, it, I don't know if it's going to get its money back. Especially after what comes out this week. Yes. We'll oh. get to that. Oh. Well, uh, number two, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, colon, The Hidden World, made another $15 million, total of $120 million on a budget of $129 million. <sighs> Struggling to get its money back. They said it's going to be okay. Because oh, it's going to be okay. Worldwide, but... Well, domestically, well, like, it did not do as well as they maybe thought. Maybe not the box office, but it's going to make its money in the home market. Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah. And I thought it looked better than the other How to Train Your Dragon films. Really? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I thought it looked... I thought the second one was really fun. I like the second one. The last thing I want to see is a dragon love story. Who doesn't? Obviously, you. don't see dragon porn? I don't. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, number three, yes, a Medea family funeral made another twelve million, a total of forty-six million on its twenty million dollar budget. Boo! No, no, no. Boo is a different Medea movie. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> I just couldn't handle Medea. Uh, the Lego Movie Two: colon, The second part made another four million, total of ninety-seven million. On a $99 million budget. It's creeping closer. Think it'll make it? You think it could squeeze out two more million to get its budget? No. Oh. <laughs> now, here's the big one, Jeff. Yeah. Because everybody that lived in their parents' basement, and it was, they were mad about Captain Marvel because, heaven forbid, a female superhero, I don't even know. Uh, they all said, let's let's take it back by going to Alita Battle Angel, which is about a female, whatever. Uh, so how much did it make? It had to top $153 million, right? Alita Battle Angel came close. Uh-huh. It came close. It only missed it by $150 million ah. at $3 million, a total of $78.5 million on a $170 million budget. Well, good thing that protest worked. It did. It's great. Really, really got it trending. Good for Alita, though, is the foreign markets like it. Yes. But, man, they put they took a chunk out of Captain Marvel. They did. Captain Marvel, I mean, like Jim said, he doubts it'll make its money yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, that protest just killed Ooh. it. I mean, it, it's going to take the entire opening weekend to make it. And if you tweeted back. that out, fuck you. <laughs> it's going to take maybe Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it took. I think they needed Sunday to make its money. <laughs> What's uh, upcoming, Jeff? Upcoming March fifteenth, twenty nineteen. We have five feet apart. Ooh, let's see what that about. Mm. That is a pair of teenagers with life-threatening illness meet in a hospital and fall in love. Cole Sprouse. It looks like a terrible uh, ripoff you... of that. Uh, John Green, uh, Fault in Our Stars story. You shut your mouth. You shut your whore mouth. That's what it looks like. It has Riverdale characters in it. Characters or actors? Actors, whatever. And the great Claire Forlani. It's real to me! Claire Forlani's in it? Yes. Take a drink. (laughs) She's back in the world. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Have we seen her since Small Rats? Uh, Meet Joe Black. Uh, Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, also opening Wonder Park. Wonder Park tells the story of a magnificent amusement park where the imagination of a wildly creative girl named June comes alive. It's a cartoon. They're expecting six to eight million. That much. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I saw they're advertising it. I saw the ads. I saw ads for it and thought, (laughs) I don't want to see that. Looks bad. I mean, with the voices of Jennifer Garner, uh, I like her. Sophia Malley. Ken Hudson Campbell, Keenan Thompson, Mila Kunis. I like her. John Oliver, John Oliver, Ken Jong. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah. Matthew Broderick. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> they built a horse park. <laughs> <laughs> Come to bed. <laughs> oh Matthew, please pet my mane. <laughs> Also, Martha. So, are you refor- referring to his wife? No, not okay. at all. Just a horse. Of course, of course. And what else we got, Jeff? Uh, now it's time for buy sell. The stock, stock in the uh, mm-hmm. careers of these actors or actresses. Uh, this week we have Brie Larson. She is currently at ninety-three million. Oh wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Ninety-three dollars and seventy-nine cents on the Hollywood Stock mm-hmm. Exchange. Comparison to that, Emily Blunt is at ninety one fifty three. I'm going to buy. Um, Brie Larson is going to be in the Marvel Universe for at least a couple more mm-hmm. movies, so it would be bad to sell her right now. But it would have been great to buy earlier this year when she was up for $42. But you should have bought her, yeah, when they announced. So are you buying? I suppose... I'm not selling. You're not so. really giving $91 in your own cash. So just say yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> so. Blake, I, what you got? I sell. Okay, let's go on. Top five. Let's go. I, I bought. I bought 100 shares. Right Damn now it. as we spoke? Yes. Good All man. Right. You know, I haven't looked at mine in months. You should do that. I Hollywood Stock Exchange. This you bad ideas. Top five this week in honor of the Jaguar attacking the woman. Top five favorite animal attacks in movies or television. There's not many in television. There's a few. Oh, there's a lot in television. I couldn't see any. I couldn't find any. So, top five animal attacks. Blake, what do you got for number five? Dingoes, they eat your baby. (laughs) I didn't even think of that (laughs) one. I didn't think of that one either. What movie was that? A Cry in the Dark. There you go. (laughs) Or were you referring to the Seinfeld uh, episode? <laughs> My bad, dingo at you, baby. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. I like that. Uh, Jim. Uh, number five, I hobied it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing every single dinosaur attack from the Jurassic Park movies and every shark attack in all the Jaws movies and the Meg. I didn't even think of the Jurassic Park movies. Two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really, I didn't do that. My number five is actually a shark attack from uh, uh, from South Park Again? Uh, from the episode Crippled Summer. Sharknado? No. Uh, when uh, they're thinking Sharknado. I didn't think of Sharknado. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> well, he took number two. It was Jaws. Thanks, man. No, I didn't really take it. I'm well, not using you, it. Well, you've announced like 50 fucking, fucking attacks now. Oh, so now you know how we feel like when we do a music one and you say, every music that sucks. <laughs> But I'm still going off my mind. It's the uh, shark attack when uh, they uh, put the whistle, the uh, shark mating whistle, and uh, Nathan blows it, and uh, it 
and the shark comes and mates and anally rapes uh, himself. That's fantastic. Great. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number five? We waited all that time. Yeah, yes. Uh, my Fuck number you, five is uh, Zombievers. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Great film. When the zombie Jeff, Jeff give you that one? We watched no. it. Yeah. We, we, God. Jason made me come over and watch Zombievers so we can report on it. Yep. That's right. He did a review of it. Did Scab Jeff watch it with us? No. Scab Jeff just told us about it. Us, oh, okay. Brought it to your atten- our attention. Yeah. Uh, number five for me, uh, the raptor killed Baldoon in Jurassic Park. Thanks, Jim, for reminding me of the Jurassic Park series. That is my favorite kill. Clever girl. Uh, number four, uh, from 1960s Batman show. Well, actually, the movie, later, a little bit later on. The shark attacks Batman's leg, and he uses shark repellent shark to get rid repellent. of it. The shark repellent. Because it's so great, just him hanging, the shark, the rubber shark hanging onto his I leg. I think Jason's making up his list as we talk. I just switched. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I saw what your list was, because uh, your Shut up. outline had it Shut on up. It. Jim announced and all no, of this. neither of those were on it. No. <laughs> Everything that Jim said in the beginning, that was Jason's list. He's now making up new. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, my number four is in the movie Tommy Boy mm-hmm. when they th- hit the deer and put him in the backseat of the car. <laughs> oh, and then yeah, the, when right. the deer wakes up and tears the car into bits and pieces. That is a good one. Good job, Jeff. So good that job. was my number four, the uh, deer Jim? attacking Tommy Boy. Uh, my number four. I'm going to go to the movie Semi-Pro when mm-hmm. Jackie Moon uh, does a, uh, a, a, fights a, yeah, fights a bear as a, uh, a, a, pr- a promo for, his, uh, <laughs> for hyping his team. It doesn't go like he expects. Semi Pro was not a bad film. <laughs> it was yes, surprisingly it was. funny. It was enjoyable, yeah. It no. wasn't a good film, no, but it was no, surprisingly no. funny. Uh, Blake? Number four? Kangaroos. <laughs> In any movies? Kangaroo yes. Jack? Oh, that is a torture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your number three? Did you see the latest <laughs> social media thing? This, the, 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 par- the sky glider, the paraglider that lands. On his uh, on the pad in Australia, and it, after he lands, these two kangaroos run up and attack him. <laughs> have you seen, not no. seen it? I have not seen that. It's funny. You need to look it up. It's we will a, be putting that on our Facebook page. Yes. So I saw somebody tw- uh, tweet out that there are like 42 million kangaroos in the world, and they're just random numbers. Like there was like eight million people in Ohio. So if all the kangaroos attacked Ohio, it would, everybody would have to take on five. <laughs> the, the, the paraglider guy, the parachuter, it's like something out of like Fallout where something you see like something in the distance come running up. Boom! like, what the hell? All right, my number three was the alligator in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that is an honorable mention. He took Chubbs. Chubbs. Yeah. Got Chubbs' hand. What's your number three, Jim? Look what I got for you, Chubbs. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he falls out the window. <laughs> uh, my number three, I have the uh, panda attack in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I killed a panda. Because <laughs> he, well, uh, what, Speedman uh, loves, Tug Speedman. Tug Speedman loves pandas. And then when he's trapped and in the middle of the, Night, he gets attacked by a panda and he kills it. And then they go to see what it is. It's like so comically. Uh, <laughs> he wears it as a helmet. So then, he make, then, then he skins Mas- it and makes it as a hat. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, number three, Jeff. Uh, for me, I picked uh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. 
uh, and the ill-tempered sea bass. Is <laughs> <laughs> it too much to ask? <laughs> they couldn't get sharks with lasers on their heads. But they got ill-tempered sea bass, <laughs> and the one henchman falls into the... Uh, Are they ill-tempered, at least? <laughs> oh, yeah, very much ill-tempered. It's a start. <laughs> uh, me, uh, Steve versus Bigfoot and Six Million Dollar Man. Great fight scene. Bigfoot is an animal. <laughs> Bigfoot is an animal? Yeah. He's an alien. Nope, nope, nope. He's nope. not an animal. He's a sentient uh, being. No. He's an alien. No, he's not an alien, because <laughs> when we interviewed our Bigfoot hunter in episode 43, or 44, I don't know, I didn't took away our episodes, uh, numbers, uh, <laughs> uh, just episode numbers, um, he, he said that it is not an alien, or a pet of the aliens, just to let you know. It's <laughs> a weird interview. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we lost that listener. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, Jeff. Best was afterwards at the paranormal fest. We were like, I wasn't going to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Jeff. That's why I had to carry the load. Thanks. <laughs> like, I'm recording. Uh, I'm happy with that. Keep asking your questions. Uh, number two, shark attack on Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea when he's giving the big speech at the end. Yeah, and then uh, comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was it. <laughs> Love that scene. Uh, good, Jeff. Uh, let's see. I'm on my number two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Game of Thrones. Uh, TV show when uh, Ramsey's dogs uh, decide to attack Ramsey Bolton. They don't decide to. They, he's kind of well. He starved to them. a chair. He starved <laughs> them uh, himself, and then uh, thought they won't eat me. I'm their master. Yeah, but you just said you starved them for seven days. Spoiler. And <laughs> then they get their meal. Yes. Uh, number. Uh, t- and I tied that with dragons attacking. <laughs> when Daenerys' dragons attack the uh, slave masters in... Oh, I was going when they attack the uh, train. Uh, oh. Uh, the... oh, yeah, the uh, the uh, supply train. Supply the train. loot train. It's an honorable mention for me. That's right. Uh, number two, Jim? My number two, uh, it's from uh, Captain Marvel. It's a vicious cat attack, so watch the movie and you'll see it. Good call. Uh, so my number two was Jaws. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> What's your number one? Uh, my number one. Uh, <clears throat> any asshole that gets attacked while breaking rules on the safari or zoos. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that jumped this uh, African safari to do rhino poaching, and yes. he got eaten by lions earlier yes, this that year. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, those were <laughs> the lions those attacked. Uh, right. You're not going to kill the rhino. That's right. <laughs> come here. Just come here. And they only found his shoe. And a gun. Yes. There's your Darwin Award. Yeah. That's awesome. I think it was actually in December of last year, so it may have just missed it. The the poachers got poached. (laughs) Uh, We found his shoes and a gun. Yeah, I think he's dead. (laughs) I don't think he's come back. Jim, what's your number one? My number one uh, will be in Arrested Development, uh, the loose seal that attacks Buster and oh. eats his hand. Yes. <laughs> Lucille! Lucille! Lucille. <laughs> yes. Uh, so how could nobody see know. that coming? There are so many references to him losing his left hand building up to that. Jeff, number one? Uh, my number one, uh, I think it's an obvious one. Uh, it's from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, the uh, rabbit attack. That's my number one, too. Did you actually have that as number one, or you I just did. saw mine? Okay. Nope. I, see, I believe you. Yeah. I was just asking. 
I knew I, it was going to be on Jeff's list, so I decided to put other ones. Yeah, on. I'm Tim Nasoso. No, no, yeah. just watch. Yeah. Just watch. Wait, wait. is, is it the ra- is it behind the rabbit? Bang! <laughs> is it behind the rabbit? Big pointy teeth. <laughs> yeah. ah! It is the rabbit. I remember watching that for the first time. And I was like eight or nine, and just seeing the blood splatter from the neck <laughs> yeah. made me crack. Away, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, you scared me so bad, I soiled my armor. <laughs> no, no, just watch. Uh, honorable mentions: I had the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, that was my classic one. It's not an animal. It's a creature, and the worst: uh, the Meg, because the shark goes to the most populated beach in the world and literally eats like ten things. <laughs> And I was like, that was awful. My honorable mention, it's, uh, of course, from the show I get all mm-hmm. my news from, uh, be Man Bear Pig. Oh, South Park. the Man Bear Pig. From South Park and Scuzzlebutt. Oh. Look out, he's coming right at us. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, any honorables? Uh, honorable mentions, I had Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got The Birds. I thought of that. I have uh, The Simpsons. Uh when uh, they have the monorail and there's the raccoons <laughs> living on it. Call the big one Bitey. I, I call the big one Bitey. <laughs> and uh, snakes on a plane. Monorail. Uh, I did have uh, spiders attacking arachnophobia because as a kid that creeped me out just seeing all the spiders. So, uh, Blake, anything? Uh, you know, I was just thinking about this one. Not, not uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio vehicle. The bear? Even. Yeah, the, the bear, bear attack. attack. The Revenant. The Revenant. Yep. Yeah, the Revenant. Yeah. That's a pretty brutal one. Man, that was brutal. Yeah. Uh, let's see I here. Almost as brutal as the raccoon attack in Saving Silverman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did also have another honorable mention. I had Bigfoot uh, hanging himself in Strange Wilderness. <laughs> Just because anytime I can bring up Strange Wilderness, yeah. you shot him. <laughs> Well, let's make it look like suicide. <laughs> Bigfoot killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> he had a suicide note. No, Here no. we are. Oh, no. That might have been the strangest film I've ever watched yeah. with you. I, it, that was so weird because I didn't know what to expect. Exactly. And then I'm like, this is not going to make a lot of money, but this is funny. <laughs> it's very odd. So no one had like uh, uh, the Ranker monster? Oh, I didn't think about the Ranker monster. Yeah. No, I didn't. Return Jedi. That's or, a good one. Or the, what, the Wampa Attacking Luke. Wampa is a good one. Mm -hmm. Because those are monsters, not animals. Uh, Brad Hargis had some. What did Brad say? He's going to be on our show next week. Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Anyone on Snakes on a Plane? (laughs) He's got Samuel L. Jackson. Does he have the cat attack? uh, Nope. And anyone from Piranha 3D. Ah, I did like the snakes on a plane when they're opening up the 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 big hole goes into the thing. And you see the giant boa constrictor with the big sum, uh, something in the stomach going out. Uh, so yeah, there you go. There is your top five Wait, this week. Nobody had any anaconda. No, because we said our favorite. Oh, or, I did like when John Voight winked. I thought about putting with my dinosaur attacks and my shark attacks. Mm-hmm. I almost said ape attacks from all the uh, from every time Doug hits you. No, <laughs> we don't get that on film. <laughs> we love you, Doug. <laughs> As oh. from like Planet of the Apes and Congo. Where well, you, you are, are the endangered species. species. <laughs> and uh, what was he? Uh, didn't you were talking about uh, Bad Gorilla? Rampage. Yeah, and that was the entire Rampage, the entire Rampage movie. movie. <laughs> Bad Gorilla. Bad Gorilla. Uh, so, bad idea of the week. Uh, also, first off, thanks to Jason C. Brown for coming on. Yes, thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Uh, uh, number, er, bad idea 625. Oh, you're, you're, no, wait, wait, wait. The bad idea of the week is not in the top ten. It should be. Which, uh, 
<laughs> hopping a, uh, a, a okay number nine <laughs> hopping a barrier to get a selfie with a wild animal there you, there go. you go i thought that one wrote itself yeah. <laughs> i didn't even think of it ah roger says goodbye goodbye Addendum titles for the show. Well, in honor of Jason Brown, his new film hitting the panic button is what I'm thinking. What did you have? They they, they built a horse park. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that might have to change. (laughs) Uh, The sex, the sex, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Guys from their parents' basement, (laughs) or a handy episode. I really like the horse park. <laughs> That's your favorite? Wow, that was the weakest one, I thought. Wow. <laughs> I did like the sex. Uh, I, I like a handy episode. A handy episode. I think that's an uh, uh, change approved. I was, I was, J- Jason I was, C. Brown, a handy episode, <laughs> but you can't use the name. Damn it! JCB. <laughs> nope, it would be abbreviation. Nope, right. can't do that. All right, how about uh, the Hobie t-shirt on Sugar and Beard? <laughs> <laughs> a handy episode. Change approved. You've been listening to Hobie.